truly care about our clients and we treat them like part of our family. A bad break can happen to anyone and we're all worthy of a second chance and restoring hope for our future. If you're struggling with debt of any kind, give us a call. We'll set a free consultation for you and we'll get you answers and we'll get you relief. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind. So you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white. And K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free and just... Just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're KSE, Parker, Denver, September 17th, Altitude 950, elevates to its new FM partner, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Tapia makes the catch, and the Rockies with a decisive, emphatic statement in game one of this four-game set between Colorado and Arizona. They blow out the Diamondbacks 13-2. to A blowout indeed. Rockies win 13-2. Dodgers lose to the Reds in a stunner. Rockies lead back up to a game and a half in the NL West. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. I am not Vic. He calls me HW, Manchester over there. Uh, Vic, uh, in route. Oh, okay. That's good. You know, you had a big night last night. Apparently when you sit front row at the Rockies, uh, the next day starts, uh, TBD. He was putting the wig on in like the sixth <laughs> inning. I think he was having a good night. Yes. Um, here's my question for him though. I get why you would put a wig on after six innings of free drinks. I get that. Why did you walk in stone cold sober with said wig? <laughs> you had to have the wig with you in order to put it on in the sixth. I get again why decisions are made maybe that you regret after six innings of free drinks. I don't know why you took it in to begin with. That is my question for Victor when he walks in the studio. We will get an answer shortly. Welcome on in altitude 950. Of course, we will be altitude sports radio 925 starting on Monday. Uh, let's just get into it, James. It was a good night for the Colorado Rockies. I cannot believe that the Reds beat the Dodgers and, and beat them 10 to 6. That was, that was a big, if you're scoreboard watching, that was a big help, an unexpected help out in Cincinnati. And then the Rockies take care of business with a huge fifth and seventh inning. Yeah. I mean, it was unexpected. You certainly don't go into any day and, and, and look at a last place team in Cincinnati and think they're going to beat LA. But it's also like we got to be a little more realistic about baseball. I mean, the Reds have won 62 games. This isn't football where it's like, oh, my God, Samford beat Florida State? Really? Like, it, it's they're going to win a game here and there, so it shouldn't be all that shocking. 
bad teams beat good teams all the time in baseball. So uh, it was just it was it was a good night for it to go the uh, the Rockies' way on that front. Interesting as well too that they're now four up on the Diamondbacks in the loss column with three to go in this series. ESPN has Arizona's playoff odds at seven point four percent. We've talked a lot about stepping on the throat. The Rockies truly can step on the throat of the Diamondbacks in the next three games, especially if you somehow beat Zach Granke tonight. It was just an encouraging evening. David Dahl hits the Grand Slam. How fun would it be to officially boot the Diamondbacks from the playoff chase after what happened a year ago in October? No, I mean, it sets up to where, yeah, they can not officially bury Arizona, but effectively bury Arizona. It's not going to be easy. I don't know that they have the... Uh, pitching advantage in any game, including when Kyle Freeland's on the hill on Thursday in the getaway game Thursday afternoon. So uh, it's not going to be an easy run to it, especially tonight with uh, Zach Grinke on the hill. But uh, good way to start it for sure. But here's me. I'm the guy sitting there going, uh, can you save some of these runs for the rest of the series? Um, do we really need 13 tonight? Can oh, I, I wish they would have scored 20. To, well, because then your night would have never ended. Um, but Vic, here's the question for you. I, I, I saw the, the picture of the wig. Yeah. I get why you would put on the wig, you know, after a few innings of uh-huh. free drinks. Why Stone Cold Sober did you walk in with the wig? Why was the wig in your possession? How many times do I have to tell you this? What <laughs> self-respecting sportscaster does not carry with him in his car, the trunk of his car, a collection, an assortment of headwear? I I understand that part of it, but when you parked... Yes. In Lade. I had to make a choice. And why did you decide, yep, I'm going to put this in my back pocket. I may need it later. I went to my trunk, and I had to make a choice. <laughs> Which one will I take with me? Why? Because you never know. Oh, my gosh. You never know what comes up during the course of a baseball game. I think that decision tells all of us a lot about you. Good morning, by the way. I'm a little weird. <laughs> There's uh, no doubt about it. I think we've figured that out. Uh But... I, I've come to a conclusion, guys, and I just, I can't be like you. I can't be like you guys. I'm just not. I can't do it. I, you guys always ask, hey, you want to go to the game? Let's go to the game. You guys want to go to the game? No, I, I don't want to go to the game. So Thursday, the getaway I, day? I don't, I don't want to go. It's Here, not team out. I, so you were in the front row. I, your I, hot take today no. is you don't like going to games. Here's why. And I know that this is what we do for a living, and most 99.9% of the people go to games, and it's fulfilling for them. And I had fun last night. I'm not going to lie. I had fun. It was a it's a great environment, everything about it. But I, I walk away from each game that I attend as a fan with little knowledge of what just took place. Okay. Do you understand that when I watch a game as a fan, I don't know what the hell's going on. I need constant information. I need replays. I need Drew and Spilly and I want people talking to me. Tell me what's happening. Keep me up to speed. If I don't have constant information flowing, I can't follow a game properly. So I leave the game going, what the hell just happened? Maybe you're going with the wrong people. No, 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 no. Cause they're watching the game. They're talking about it. It's just, it's different. It's different. There's too many distractions at the game. What if we go on Thursday afternoon? And H.W. can sit on your right, and he'll play the role of Drew. thought you were about to say H.W. can sit on your lap. And I'll sit on your left, <laughs> and I'll play the role of Spilly mm. or Huey, 
or whoever you'd like, and we can commentate no. the entire game and no. tell you what's happening. No, no. And here's another thing. When I'm at home and I'm watching sporting events and I have access to the DVR and I see something I want to see again, I'm in charge. I'm the captain. I'm in charge of replays. I could see whatever I please, whenever I please. I could stop, pause, go through commercials. There's there's too many things that I enjoy because of what I do for a living. Because the next day I got to come in here and talk to people about what happened. And when you're at the event itself, you get lost in the forest of the event, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. not the I same. Think I do. It's not the same. Sorry. It's for me, not, it's for me. A, it's a different way to consume it. Yes, it's like going to the theater versus watching a movie on my phone. I can enjoy both. It's just different. Well, I think you're going with the wrong people. That's what I've determined. I, uh, I had a nice time, talked to a lot of people, had a good time at the ballpark. Uh, the one thing that, uh, the Rockies, they know how to throw a party. I'll just put it to you that way. They know how to throw a party. Okay. I was shocked at the fact that that place wasn't nearly sold out during a pennant chase, during a playoff race. It's a Monday night I, I during don't care. school. I don't care. I was there. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't care. Looking at my watch. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was, how many, what was the attendance? 25,000. Okay. It was half full. I've seen 45,000 on a random Tuesday night. What okay, are we doing, Denver? Go around the baseball. Wait, the Twins drew 21. The Indian, or Tampa Bay drew 12. Okay. Uh, the Cubs did draw 38,000. The Cardinals drew 33,000. Are, are these games important? Yes or no? The Royals drew 17. Who cares? They're not in it. The Astros, sorry, the Tigers against the Astros drew 19. And Cincinnati drew 12. They were the third biggest crowd in Major League okay. Baseball last night. Right, hold on a second. At least according to the nine All box right, scores the Denver Cincinnati's Post bothered today. Detroit is out of it. Those teams that you listed that had fewer in attendance are all out of it. The teams you listed that had more are in it. it. You're in the middle. It is September 11th, and the Rockies are in first place. Where was everybody? Wait a minute. So your your position this morning is I I can't watch the game no, when I'm there. Me personally, Why more people me do it? personally, you got to understand the difference. This is you know I got to come here and talk about things. If I didn't have the responsibility of talking about things, it'd be a different story. My gosh. Okay. I'm no, not I like you guys. I can't just go to games and forget about life. Things are happening. What? You guys I, go to I, games and you forget about life and everything. I got to keep on top of it. I here. was in Lincoln for the CU Nebraska game. I was perfectly capable of talking about what happened. Yeah, but you didn't see the rest of the, the rest of what happened on College Saturday because you were in Lincoln. I didn't miss anything. No, How many no, good no, games no. Were there? No, College Saturday was special. That's why you can't have that same perspective. I, it is what it is. I have locked myself into my living room, into my office. This is what it is. It's what it's become. This is the only way I can do my job. Okay. But thank you well, to the so Rockies we learned, and, we learned something and everybody else. Then. That was awesome. That was so cool. It's because uh, you did their version of Club Lexus, right? I mean, yeah. you, you went first first class. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, the only other problem, too, is once you watch a game from that perspective, like right behind the netting, I mean, from me to you to Nolan Arenado in the yeah. on deck circle. When you're there, and you ask me to go to a game, no, it's like flying first class. Yeah, I mean, I'm not interested in. You get a coach ticket. Yeah, like, any what? other ticket, I'm not interested. Where's my uh, Where's my warm yeah. towel? Nothing else is interesting to me. Yeah. Nothing else will suffice. And, you know, that's human nature. 
I hope you guys can well, respect that. So it's a little bit like after you've had John Elway and Peyton Manning as your quarterback, yes. not going, huh, yeah. Trevor's going to be fun. But I also, I also understand that I can't have this all the time and that it's a gift and a privilege no. and an honor and it doesn't come with the territory. I also understand that. Yeah. And you also understand when you go to a game and you're sitting up in the nosebleeds, huh, this isn't as good as life gets. Jeff Legwald at 9 o'clock in studio. He'll spend an hour with us uh, dissecting the Denver Broncos. And, uh, you know, the one the one element of the Broncos game that we never spoke about yesterday, and it's a big deal. In my, I'll save it for the next segment. One thing that happened over the weekend that um, is big time for the Broncos and a huge advantage going into week two. Uh, you saw the games last night. I did not. I saw a little bit of the Rams and Raiders when I got home. I missed the entire Lions-Jets game. You didn't miss much. Okay, well, the Rams and Raiders, I can tell you this, the Raiders aren't that good. No. They're just not that good. You missed Matt Prater and missed a bunch of field goals. Did he really? Yeah. I must have missed Matt Stafford giving the ball away all night, too. He was not good. Wow. I mean, Aaron, or what's his name? Darnold. Sam Sam Darnold. Darnold Absolutely outplaying a 30-year-old veteran quarterback the way he did. Huh, and just putting 48 on the board? Put the rookie out there and see what he can do. What some, a novel concept. Some rookies are better than others. Well, Not some, all rookies all are made the same. All of them are better than Nathan Peterman. Oh, man. I, I don't, Josh Allen played a little bit. He didn't put up Darnold numbers. Well, he ought to just be out there moving forward. Hey, I also, some Bronco news yesterday. Uh, after the break, I want to tell you uh, the latest example of how life's not fair. It's a Bronco story? Mm-hmm. River Craycraft? Don't spoil it. Dude, you are the guy that spoils stuff, aren't you? I just had a hunch where you were going with this. It wasn't, hey, guess what I want to talk about. (laughs) Well, of course you like the guy who's first to work. No, I didn't say I liked him. I didn't say I liked him. I'm just going to give you an example of how life's not fair. 712, Vic Lombardi Show. Remember, next week we are moving to FM, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. So for this week, you got us on Altitude 950. We're excited. I hope you're as excited as we are. Next week, big time. Both sides of the speaker. Isn't that how FM works? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. What does FM stand for? Frequency modulation. What about AM? Amplitude modulation. All right, we got Professor Merrill out over here. He'll come wire your speakers for you. 712, Vic Lombardi Show. Coming September 17th, the landscape of Denver Sports Radio will be changed forever. From one Denver sports station to two, Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And into the wall for this Tim Howard. Once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh, my word. He scores with his left. He scores with his right. Edgar Castillo scores what he wants. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. 
We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit denverdentist.com. Hey, what's on your game day menu? Chips? Party mix? That's boring. When it's game day, order up a good meal for everybody from Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi. Black Eyed Pea has all your favorites available for carryout on game day. Chicken fried steak with homemade cream gravy. Juicy pot roast. Fried chicken. All the sides. Plus fresh rolls and cornbread. That's how you roll on game day. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and get their entire game day ready menu. Simply the best live entertainment and events are at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. Get your tickets now to Arsenio Hall, Comic-Con, Fifty Shades of Men, Margarita Festival, and more at BuffaloThunderResort.com. And Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe has simply the best promotions. Win one of four Mercedes-Benz and your share of over $500,000. Simply the best casino. At Buffalo Thunder. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. The Altitude 950 traffic update. 13th Avenue remains closed at Lincoln for a serious crash. This report is brought to you by White Castle. Our fifth crash this morning on 6th Avenue. This one at Perry in the right lane. Earlier collision eastbound 6th Avenue at Federal. Fire crews blocking the right lane. Rollover crash westbound I-70 at the ramp to Lookout Mountain. Did you hear White Castle sliders are in your freezer aisles? In addition to the burgers that made them famous, try one of the new breakfast sliders made with real eggs. Pick up White Castle sliders at your grocery today. I'm Dustin Ritchie with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know, right now, we're going to keep playing him. You know, I think he had about, I think, 20, you know, mid-20s as far as the offense. You know, you add six more plays on special teams, that's only 35 plays, whatever. 
33 plays. So, no, no. I mean, his role won't change. He's going to be a gunner. He's going to be a L5 on kickoff. So, you know, you know, with three backs, it's going to be tough to get him a lot of work, you know, with three backs. You know, one interesting uh, aspect of Sunday's Broncos game is we listen here to Altitude 950. Next week it's Altitude FM, by the way, 92.5. Who was the best Broncos rookie on the field? Rookie. Boy, it's either it was probably Philip Lindsay. Um Cortland Sutton was good. He he didn't do anything that just sort of jumped off the screen. Uh Bradley Chubb had the half sack on the first play and then really didn't do much. Got stuck in coverage a couple times, got yeah. beaten coverage. So I'm gonna say Phil Lindsay. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you that the best Broncos rookie was an undrafted player. Yeah. They passed on him ten times. He was better than the guy that was drafted fifth overall. Yes. The NFL draft is stupid. I've said it yeah. again, and I'll I'll continue to say it. It's stupid. Yeah, it's it, dumb. It's a crapshoot. It's dumb. They don't it's know stupid. what they're doing. Well, I, it's not them. It's not just them. I'm not going to pin this on them. It's no. just the whole process, the combine, the you know the measurables. You got to fit this description. You got to go to this school. It's stupid. The three of us could go in there on draft day and make as good as selections. Now, in terms of trades and all that kind of stuff, there's more to it. But just making the pick, hey, we're on the clock, we could do it just as well for almost any team in the league. I mean, if an undrafted guy who's passed over by 32 teams seven different times is the best rookie on the field, not just the best rookie for the Broncos, the best rookie on the field Sunday, that speaks volumes to what the NFL draft is really all about. It's also one game. I get it. But you hear the coach talk about him, you hear players talk about him. He's he's set. He's a he's a viable part of this team. He's not going anywhere. No, he and he should be a part of the team. I like the one two punch of he and Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman was pretty good too. There's another rookie that looked all right. The most impressive number that uh, I gleaned from that that Broncos game was the average yards per carry because when they can run the ball then they can get creative with the rest of the offense the broncos averaged 4.6 per carry which is a number that you know when you first look at it you're like okay it's not shocking it's not you know 10 yards a carry but it's much better than what they've done last couple of years well they're able to run the ball because there were nine guys within five yards of the line of scrimmage because it wasn't master of dink and dunk playing quarterback I mean, that, that's the difference, right? If you can throw the ball downfield or can threaten to throw the ball downfield and they can't put everybody within the five yards of the line of scrimmage, it's a hell of a lot easier to run the football. Well, it's all chicken or egg, though. I mean, if you can hold, as you say, if you can block for four seconds, three seconds, give yourself time to throw the, the ball downfield, it makes it that much easier. They had time to throw it downfield. Hmm. Captain Checkdown had time at, uh, on occasion last year too. In regards to rookies, five eight three one on the text line. Our text number is three zero nine three three. That's three zero nine three three. Makes a good point here. Denzel Ward for Cleveland had two interceptions. Maybe not an awful pick after all. Remember how we made fun of the Browns for taking Ward instead of Bradley Chubb? Yes. And we all said that's the Browns being the Browns. Maybe they knew something. Yeah. That kid could play. Bradley Chubb was fairly pedestrian in his debut. It's hard to evaluate that position outside of sacks, right? It's hard. Mm, it's I mean, harder to evaluate. Von Miller way. made some plays that weren't just sacks. I get it. I get it. But it's easier for an offensive skill position to shine than it would be a defensive lineman. Well, okay, but now now we're just making excuses for the guy. 
right? Like Derek Wolf made some plays. He's a defensive but lineman. But is it not? I'm just got this yeah, made some plays. Yes or no? Is it not easier for a skill position to shine? Maybe, but it it's always also, is. It's also de- it's a dependent position, right? Cortland Sutton. It's dependent on the ball being thrown his direction. Bradley Chubb could shine by just making plays. He was pedestrian. Let's not make excuses for him. And people are going to say, well, don't compare him to Von Miller. Uh, yeah, one guy went number two, one guy went number five. The expectations are pretty damn similar. The one thing that emerged from the Broncos game that we're not discussing, only because it's almost taboo, they uh, emerged from that game without any injuries. Yeah. They're in the same health status they were in going into that game. Nothing. They're fine. They're good. And if you recall, the year they were winning Super Bowls, when they won, I believe, the second Super Bowl, they were the healthiest team that ever get to a Super Bowl that year. They were so healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's the portion of it that's luck. I mean, who's going to be healthy at the right time? Who's going to stay relatively healthy? Uh, it was one of the disappointing things about the last couple of seasons, though. Knock on wood, they had a pretty healthy season a year ago. I mean, how many games did Vaughn miss? How many games did... Emmanuel and DT miss. How many games did Chris Harris Jr. miss? And Akeeb, other than suspension. I mean, they're big money guys. The guys you're counting on to be productive, they were healthy. 470 yards of offense, the most offense the Broncos have produced since the Peyton Manning era. 4.6 per carry. Maybe Chris Harris was right. We scoffed at Chris Harris when he said this offense is going to put some numbers up there. What do you say, 30 points a game? Yeah. There's only three off. They didn't get there in game one, so now they're going to have to get 33 in game two to get to his average. But his point that the offense was going to be better Mm -hmm. looks like it may be coming to fruition. However, again, remember, the Broncos started three and one a year ago, and they looked great in week four against Dallas. Just ran the Cowboys out of the building. So let's pump the brakes a bit. Text line 30933, uh, this texter says, is Vic still drunk? I don't know. No, I'm fine. Uh, 522, did Vic, was I seeing Vic walking down Youngfield yesterday solo at about 445, pondering the wig? Yes, I was walking down Youngfield at 445 PM yesterday. Why didn't you say hi, texter? Uh, where were you walking? Um, from a rehab clinic. Okay. Okay. What? Sounds like the rehab really stuck. Physical therapy. <laughs> oh. Okay. Better. That's a better description of where you were. What do you want me to call it? Uh, physical therapy. Well, physical rehab. If you're wandering down Youngfield Street at 445 because you were leaving rehab, that doesn't sound good. Well, how am I supposed to? What do you want me to do? Go under a, you go through a tunnel? Uh, want me to parachute I'm in and out of there? Leaving rehab and wandering over to Coors Field to wear my wig. <laughs> Quite the day. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> By the way, didn't you get enough walking last week? I wouldn't walk anywhere if I were you. I told you perspective changes. Walking now is easy to me. <laughs> if someone said, hey, Vic, uh, can you go to Pepsi Center real quick from our studios? And they said you have to walk. Okay. No biggie. Yeah. Right there. I could see it from here. Um, Real quick. So, and HW kind of spoiled this, but the news this morning, or yesterday, but it's in the paper this morning. Uh, Broncos reinstated Carlos Henderson. Here's a guy who... Okay, did, why why are they doing this? I thought this was a foregone conclusion they would cut him. They reinstated him and put him on the practice squad. I know, squad. why? So here's a guy who did nothing as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. N- nada last year. He got suspended for a game. Yeah. And then he no-showed basically the entire training camp. Missed training camp. Just he missed it. He missed it. And in order to make room and, for and, him... And no, don't forget he got suspended for... 
substance yeah. abuse. Or so his, his one game suspension from the league is now over, so they've reinstated him. So he did nothing as a rookie, got suspended for substance abuse, and no showed, basically was AWOL for training camp and preseason. Yes. He's now on the practice squad in order to make room for this character. The Broncos cut River Craycraft, a guy who was first out at every practice, yeah. a guy who was semi-productive during camp and training camp, or training camp and preseason, at least did something. He's now gone, so John Elway's third round pick from a year ago, Carlos Henderson, can be on the practice. Life isn't fair. It's not fair. And if you ever needed an example of how that life's is not the fair. classic example. There it is, of yeah. guy who did everything right. Yeah. Gone, guy who did everything wrong, is and, here. and that's not an overstatement. You're exactly right. Everything wrong is here. You can work hard, you can prepare hard, you can say and do all the right things, you can do everything they tell you to do to make it in this league, and still get cut in week two for a guy that did everything opposite. Yeah, that's basically what happened. It's a good it's, message to the kids. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not saying it's wrong, right? Because at the end of the day, you you go with the guy who's more talented and can help you. I understand. How that. do we know? But we exactly. We've seen nothing from Carlos Henderson. Nothing. And this was the decision they made. So yeah, it, it, it is one of those like, boy, that's just, uh, well, life doesn't seem very fair when I, you read that if, story. If there's one thing John and his staff have proven, they've proven they're not afraid to do away with draft picks if they don't think they can play. So there's clearly something there that they've seen out of Carlos Henderson at some point during a practice last year, this year, whatever. They've seen something to give him another shot. That must be the case because you're right. They have gotten used to getting rid of their bad yeah, draft picks, I, I, which not that's keep, not a good thing. Well, they're not keeping him around because, oh, he was a third rounder. We got to hold on to him. Why are they keeping him around then? They saw something. They saw something. Mm. They're hanging on to something. Or they don't want to cut a third round. No, no, no. The they, 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 what are you talking They why, cut a first round quarterback two years why after. Why didn't Paxton get that benefit of the doubt? How come you never said, well, they must see something? It was always, oh, they don't want to get rid of it. They don't want to admit their mistake. Uh, are we really going again. down the Paxton train again? again? Just the double standard. Are we really? It is now standards. Tuesday in the NFL. Paxton Lynch still does not have a job, and you want to go down that train. He didn't have a job because of the week one situation. Okay. He's fixing to get a job. Oh, this look week. who's on uh, Sports Center. Get up this morning. It is Case Keenum touting his new book. Careful with the victory lap. I'm not. Careful. Do I see a victory lap? I'm just saying, you and Leggy. Here, I, I'll, I'll today, take, it, you, you may be even more premature than last year. I can see you two doing victory laps around the office. I'll today. take this victory lap. Skipping, one quarterback is on get up doing an interview. Another mm-hmm. quarterback, the one you touted, is still looking for work. Mm-hmm. Okay. That victory is my lap. victory lap. That didn't work a year ago. It is September 11. One's out of the league. The other one is on Sports Center. Okay. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The WWE brings back-to-back nights of entertainment to the Mile High City next week. First, it's WWE Monday Night Raw on September 24th. Then WWE SmackDown Live on September 25th. Tickets on sale now at PepsiCenter.com. This week's staycation is the Golden Mardi Gras and Golden Gates Casinos. And the Take It or Leave It giveaway. Win up to $5,000 in free play. Drawings every Saturday in September. Get more info now at Altitude 950. 
The road to success is paved with your new career at Brannon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brannon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brannon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brannon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! Daylight is gone! He's bombed in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go Abs! Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Come underneath. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? He really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is twenty-five fifty-six an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job. 
the Altitude 950 traffic update. 13th Avenue remains closed at Lincoln for a serious crash. This report is brought to you by White Castle. Our fifth crash this morning on 6th Avenue. This one at Perry in the right lane. Earlier collision eastbound 6th Avenue at Federal. Fire crews blocking the right lane. Rollover crash westbound I-70 at the ramp to Lookout Mountain. Did you hear White Castle sliders are in your freezer aisles? In addition to the burgers that made them famous, try one of the new breakfast sliders made with real eggs. Pick up White Castle sliders at your grocery today. I'm Dustin Ritchie with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Everybody came through. We had a bunch of big hits, a lot of good at-bats, a lot of hard hits. So that's kind of what you want from from top to bottom. If we can continue that, we'll be we'll be in good shape. Yeah, it took a while. It took until the fifth inning for the Rockies to get the bats working. They were down one nothing until the bottom of the fifth, and they explode for six in that inning, seven more in the seventh inning. Rockies route the Diamondbacks. 13-2. to That's David Dahl. Compliments of Rockies.com. David Dahl with his first career salami. Nothing and like a salami during a game. Rockies still in first place. 3-1 pitch. Grounded sharply to Votto. Gloves it. Underhand flip to Iglesias and the Reds. Hold on for a 10-6 victory. Dodgers lose to the Reds in Cincinnati. Give up 10 in Cincinnati. Thank you, Cincinnati. Makes up for losing two out of three to the Dodgers at home, I guess, because the Rockies are back to a game and a half over the Dodgers in first place. Three and a half over the Diamondbacks. When you're at the games and you're looking at the scoreboard to see how the other teams are doing, right, and you see the score, for me, and guys, help me out, all I know is the score. When they post the uh, pitcher's numbers up there, Mm -hmm. does anybody know? Who the, who those represent? Very rarely. Why do we do this still? Uh, why why yeah, do we go there? We like to hearken back to the good old days. You know what I'm saying? That's my only criticism of Coors Field. The thing is, a, it's beautiful, right? Everything about Coors Field is inviting. But the scoreboard, the visiting scoreboards, the, uh, the scores that display the uh, pictures, I, I, dude, I, I'll just Google it. That thing is a relic. And they've done a lot of nice improvements. That's something that needs to make go. use of something else there. Yeah. I don't know. Put a scoreboard. There. It should be a digital board that yeah. they can make it. This is what they do at Fenway. It looks like that when they want to have the scores, and then they can run ads and do other <laughs> things. Make it digital time to get with the, t- why the time. Why are we doing that? Why, why are we wasting my time? But it, that's a, it's an eyesore too. All, all I saw was ten six Dodgers losing to the Reds. The rest of the numbers meant nothing to me. It's like got to go. Big, it was like going through stats class again in college. Just a bunch of numbers in front of me, making no sense. No, no, that's Case, and he's always been that way. He has ultimate confidence in himself, and he's going to try to make a play. He's going to remain aggressive, and I want him to do that. You know, I don't, I don't want a quarterback who's going to make mistakes and then fold. So it was good to see him battle and not fold and be aggressive and drive our team. After after every mistake he made, the next drive was was pretty special. Vance Joseph, compliments of Broncos.com. I get it. He threw three interceptions, Case Keenum did, but his ability to bounce back from those picks. That's saying something. After throwing a pick, Case Keenum was a combined 8 of 12, 95 yards, 1 TD following the the INTs. So the ability to forget, it's not easy to do. He's been around long enough to forget and just play football. 
You yeah. had to appreciate that. I do kind of chuckle when Vance Joseph tells us that his quarterback who's been here for one game has always been a certain way, but okay. I get it. Jets. My goodness, the Jets are 1-0. I told those guys in there, you know, I'll take this one. Hope I never have to say that again. I don't want to do it. I'll push myself as hard as I can to make sure I don't have to. So prepared coming into the game, just um, didn't make enough good decisions or, or good throws. That's Matt Stafford, compliments of ESPN. He looked awful. Four INTs. The Lions lose to the Jets, 48-17. I know what you're thinking when you saw Sam Darnold. His first pass is a pick six, and you're like, it's going to be a long day for the rookie. Darnold rebounded nicely. Yeah, he, he rebounded very nicely. He did, and the, but the Jets were good in all phases. I mean, their special teams was making plays. Their defense was very good. Matthew Stafford, they made him look uh, look bad. He threw four picks. It was a a good all around yeah. performance. Matt Patricia's team looked like a mess in his debut. And uh, HW raised this question about Belichick proteges, and I'll ask you guys: name a Belichick assistant coach who went on to become a great head coach. Name one. Charlie Weiss was good enough uh, to get a big contract. Yeah. Not and then great. That was it. Yeah, the word great is thrown around. Name a Belichick coaching tree participant who became a very good coach. Romeo Cornell had two opportunities. He was a mess. Bill O'Brien, I think, is very underwhelming. Uh, Charlie Weiss, not so good. Josh McDaniels, first time around, was a mess. Uh, I can't think of one. Case in point, then. Quit hiring Belichick protégés. Yeah. I just like seeing Pencil Boy struggle last oh, night. Oh, did he struggle? My goodness, to the tune of 48-17, Jets over the Lions. Could be the final play before the two-minute warning, and it's intercepted. Marcus Peters in his hometown. A pick six to say goodnight. A pick six to cap it for L.A. Rams over Raiders, 33-13, spoiling the John Gruden debut. They forced three turnovers. Marcus Peters on that uh, stacked Rams defense doing uh, the Rams proud. Did you see his little touchdown dance after he scored that in honor of uh, his cousin, Beast Mode? I guess they're cousins or friends or really close. They're both from the same area. He does the Beast Mode dance in the end zone. Uh, they also showed the picture. Did you guys see the photo of Beast Mode when he was in high school? Did you happen to see this? Mm-mm. You would never guess that's Marshawn Lynch. Ever. Ever. Show it to him if you could pull it up. Next. You know, I've played a few tournaments where I've come close at the end and just didn't quite uh, obviously get the W. But at the end of the end of the season here, to say that uh, you know, I made it back to the Tour Championship after what I've been through is a pretty good accomplishment. God, he's getting close. Every tournament, he's close. He can't finish the job, but he's close. He got to within two strokes yesterday, and that's as close as Tiger could get as Keegan Bradley goes on to win the BMW Championship in a one-hole playoff with Justin Rose. Tiger, though, ends up three strokes off. Here it is right here. Take a look. Can you believe that is Marshawn Lynch? No. (laughs) Wow. If I showed you this photo and said, name the NFL player. I you I would have gone a hundred deep before I would have just no chance. Much. He looks like an accountant. Yes. Well, first of all, he looks like a fully grown man. That's a high school yeah. photo. Yeah. But he looks like an accountant. That that photo of Marshawn in high school, he looks like he's thirty five years old. Does he not? Uh, he does. Yes. Yeah. A thirty five year old accountant. Yes. <laughs> we'll post that on our Twitter feed. As a matter of fact. Okay, that's big news right now. You saw what happened in the world of sports last night. Um, I was at the Rockies game, and the Rockies took care of business. 
13 runs against the Arizona Diamondbacks. If they were able to sweep the D-backs this week, and I know that's asking a lot, and you know me, I'm not greedy, just win the series. I'm not all about greed. Win the series, take care of business. But if they were to sweep the Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks would be six and a half back by the end of the week. They'd be done. You guys agree? It'd be over. One team eliminated. Wouldn't have to worry about Arizona anymore. Yeah. I would agree. In, in terms of the division, I mean, could the Diamondbacks claw back into the wild card? I don't know. It depends on what everybody else does, but in the NL West, yeah. Diamondbacks are in trouble. They have lost now eight of their last ten. They just don't have any confidence about them. There's nothing there. They've just been the, no juice. They've been the streakiest team all season though. Remember, remember earlier in the year, they lost like 12 straight. I mean, they, they have had some odd runs. Um, if you, but if you could sweep them and they're six and a half back when they go get on a bird on Thursday afternoon and leave, they're done. They're done. One aspect of last night's game, uh, and it finally happened, guys. Here we are. It is September 11th, and the Rockies have a run differential of zero. They are back to even in run differential. They lead the division. The only team in baseball to lead its division without having a positive run differential. 680 runs scored, 680 runs allowed. Zero. Even Steven. One of the more remarkable stats of the year. And it is a little bit of smoke and mirrors that they're able to be 79 and 64, and they just got back to par on September 10th. And you look at the rest of the run differentials of division leaders. Cubs plus 108, Braves plus 99, Astros plus 240, Indians plus 140, Red Sox plus 219. Everybody's basically plus 100. Or, yeah, plus 200 in the AL. And they're par. And they are 15. Well, it shows you they win the close games. They win the close games. And when they lose, they get blown out. Yeah, who cares? I don't care if they get blown out. Doesn't bother me. Especially in baseball. Baseball is one of those sports where the momentum goes, it goes. Diamondbacks losing 13-2 last night. Who cares? 3-2, 13-2. Who cares? Yeah. I I would rather lose 13-2 than the Wade Davis blown save loss. It allowed me to beat traffic. Well, that's good. It is all about you. The other thing the Rockies did last night, they creeped one step closer to evening their away record. On the road, they're 40 and 32. At home now, 39 and 32. So they can match it tonight if they can beat Granky. Zach Granky and Antonio Senzatella tonight at Coors Field, 640 tip off. Tell you when you don't want to go to the ballpark. Friday night, and I'll tell you why. When we come back. Great. You got the Vic Lombardi show. One week from yesterday will be FM Altitude Sports Radio 925. Punch it in on your FM dial right now. Keep it there. We're going stereo in one week. We're back after this. September 18th, your Colorado Avalanche opened the NHL preseason, hosting the defending Western Conference champion Las Vegas Golden Knights. Here we go! Here we go! It's a new Avalanche season. It's been a long time coming. With Connor McGahee as your new Avalanche radio voice. It is a childhood dream for me because I love hockey, and so for me to be here right now is is truly amazing. And your new FM station for Colorado Avalanche hockey is Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. At Wink and Wink, we know that pursuing debt relief is a very difficult personal decision. But through our many clients that we've had over the years, we also know the peace of mind, the relief of stress and anxiety that you get once you've dealt with your debt. One big myth about bankruptcy is that you'll lose everything you own, and it's just not true. Colorado has great 
bankruptcy exemptions that allow you to protect your assets from your creditors. And at Wink and Wink, what we do is look at your entire financial situation and help you develop a plan to maximize your fresh start, keep what you own, and get out of debt. Both my husband and I want to say that if you're having financial problems and you feel that there's just no way out, contact Wink and Wink for their help. At Wink and Wink, we offer free consultations where you can get an honest assessment of your situation and we focus on practical, cost-effective solutions for people. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind. So you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white. And K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free and just just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For windows, siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit DenverDentist.com. Hey, what's on your game day menu? Chips? Party mix? That's boring. When it's game day, order up a good meal for everybody from Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi. Black Eyed Pea has all your favorites available for carryout on game day. Chicken fried steak with homemade cream gravy. Juicy pot roast. Fried chicken. All the sides. Plus fresh rolls and cornbread. That's how you roll on game day. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and get their entire game day ready menu. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. 13th Avenue remains closed at Lincoln for a serious crash. This report is brought to you by CC's new Endless Pan Pizzas now on the buffet. Motorcycle collision on Broadway at Bellevue and a crash on 6th Avenue at Perry in the right lane. Rollover crash westbound I-70 at the ramp to Lookout Mountain. Now at CC's new Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet starting at just $5.99 only at CC's. Prices and participation vary. Restrictions apply. I'm Dustin Ritchie with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Seven forty-nine on Tuesday morning. Rockies are still in first place. I'll say that as long as they remain in first place. They would have been in first place had they won or lost last night because the Dodgers were foiled in Cincinnati. But the Rockies are in first place. All right. Uh, Manchester, you are afraid of Friday nights for some reason. Well, I'm afraid of this Friday night. Why? Now, you wouldn't want to go to the ballpark because there won't be a game there. The Rockies are on the road. Oh, but so if I just show up, it... <laughs> you could bring your wig. Lord only knows what's going to happen. Um, but Friday night, it will be Tyler Anderson on the hill for the Rockies. Uh, yeah, they keep giving him chances. A couple of interesting stats that uh, Patrick Saunders had today in the Denver Post. Over his last 11 starts, Anderson is 0-5. With the six seven five ERA and Colorado is two and nine in those eleven games. Over his last five starts, he's zero and four with an eleven point six four ERA. And they're gonna trot him out again. And it's Bud Black saying he's got the velocity. It's just the mechanics. It's just his. It's his release point. It's his arm angle. Sorry, but eleven starts is that's enough time to try and figure out your release point and your arm angle. I, I I don't understand why they keep trotting this guy. I out don't there. disagree with you, but what's your alternative? Uh, you could go with Chad Bettis, at least worth a shot. Okay. You could go with uh pitch by committee. You could go with it's three weeks left in the season. We're trying to do something we've never done in the history of the franchise. Win the division. Short, we're going to shorten our rotation. Uh-huh. You could have. Now you can't. Now you could have had Jeff Hoffman be a September call up. Uh, there are a lot of options other than just continuing to trot out a guy who hasn't had it for eleven starts. Is I mean, con- that's, that's, that's a month and a half, two months. Is, is he, he confirmed? Has Buddy, yeah. I, I, just cause he's listed, Buddy could still change his mind, right? I would hope Buddy is still considering whether or not yeah, to pitch him on Friday. We have plenty of time before Friday night. They don't have to make the decision now. He's going, according to the article from Patrick Saunders, he's remaining in the rotation and, and Bud Black thinks he can get it fixed. I did a lot of learning yesterday after the show. I trotted over to Jason Hirsch's uh, academy. Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher who joins us periodically on this program. He uh, runs an academy showing young people, you know, the art of pitching. And um, there's so much more to it than I ever even imagined. The science behind pitching today, it's so much different. It's so much more detailed than it was, say, even 10 years ago. And he made a good point. Once baseball determined that steroids was no longer allowed, right, you can't use steroids, uh, they had to find different means. And one of the means they found was science. Uh, players are turning to science, nutrition, and the like to become better baseball players. And he sat me down, and we looked at some of the things these pitchers are doing now to improve their product, to improve their their talent, their skill. It's amazing. I mean, little tiny things. You turn the ball just half a seam, and the way it comes off your forefinger or your thumb and how it changes the approach at the plate. It's amazing to see what Ottavino did with his slider in the offseason. He adapted something called a gyro ball. 
and and the ball does it's like a curve ball that's on its it's like a slider that curves instead of slides if that makes any sense that's his gyro okay okay but he he figured it out he used a bunch of cameras slow motion cameras to figure out his release point there are so many things that are learned now for pitchers the art of pitching that's changing the game the game's never been in better hands it's never been harder than it is today because it's so detailed and scientific. It's like John Brinkus is running baseball. Who's John Brinkus? Come on, you know John Brinkus. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on Brinkus. ESPN. Sports science. Sports science. Oh, okay. The guy, that smiles, science the guy, guy. that smiles all the time John and you want Brinkus. to tell him to stop smiling? Why are you smiling so much? I didn't know him by name. Well, look, back in the day, uh, players used to spend the offseason drinking beer and fishing. Now they actually do things like stay in shape and work on their pitches and study film and oh yeah I mean that's what but that's in every sport. But we went down every pitcher and I asked Jason, okay, um, you know, Kyle Freeland, what? Tell me what he's done differently and and that little little stop in his delivery in his windup. Do you watch when he winds up now and mm-hmm. the leg sort of he pauses his leg? It allows him to catch up with his arm. That pause is there for a reason. It's very much like a golf swing. I'm like a golf nerd when it comes to golf swing. I could talk about it all day. Yeah. And, and that's what it was like talking to Jason about pitchers. Um, Marquez, what is he doing differently? Well, he's, he used to be able to, pitchers and batters have an interesting relationship. They used to pick up Marquez's breaking ball because he'd slow down his delivery. He's not doing that anymore. The delivery is the same on each one. Okay. No, that is remarkable, the attention to detail. I, I just don't know that it's uh, it's certainly not just baseball and just pitchers. No, no, but, but, but baseball is one of the last sports to adopt it. And Jason makes a good point. Every other sport has gone deep on that kind of stuff. Baseball always has been, hey, we're, you know, we're baseball. We, this, you just throw the ball and catch the ball and hit the ball. Not anymore. Well, between now and Friday, Tyler Anderson should watch a lot of film and figure out what he's been doing wrong because over his the last his last 11 games, he's been a disaster. A disaster. And Bud Black just thinks he's one or two innings away from getting it right, and he's going to trot him out there again in the middle of a pennant chase. Hey, you guys are watching from home and sitting there, uh, again, not having replay and commentary at uh, my side. I didn't know. Did you guys see late innings when somebody from the Rockies tried to lay down a bunt and popped it up, and Goldschmidt, Feigned like he was going to catch it, mm-hmm. let it bounce, then they doubled up whoever was on first. Walters was on first. What do you do in that situation if you're Walters? He was on first base and then he got okay. pushed off. Of oh, first base. is that what happened? Yeah. What do you mean he got pushed? Whoever covered second, I forget who it was. Are you allowed to push guys off of base? No, and Bud Black was arguing with it, but he, he pushed him off the bag. The umpire didn't call it. Uh, as soon as he stepped off the bag, it was like a little league play. He he got tagged out. That oh, that's what it was. See, again, yeah. again, when you're at the game, you don't get the benefit of those kind of replays. Yeah, because because they let the ball, the bunt fall, you had to get back to first base. I see. Base, which he did, and then he came off the bag when he got pushed in the back. Now, if it were a close game at that point, I'd be really upset about it. But I think it was Descalso who pushed him. Was that a, a yeah. veteran move there? It, a very veteran move. It was sort of like one of those kind of game within the game yeah. type moments. But yeah, that's what, uh, that's what happened. What'd you think about the uh, lineup the Rockies trotted out for that game, putting par on left field? First of all, I want to say this. I want to say this. David Dahl needs to play every game. Thank you. Instead of, hey, let's make, let's act like it's 2007 again. Isn't this a fun story? David Dahl hit the ball hard every time he was up. Yes. And the Diamondbacks, they played it by the book in the seventh inning. They decided not to pitch to Nolan Arenado. 
And this is where I look at baseball and I say, okay, I get it. You know, it's Nolan. I get it. But understand, too, that Nolan has been slumping of late and Dahl is at everything hard of late. So why would you not pitch to this guy and the pitch to the other dude who's been hot? I And they're doing it by the book. They're doing what baseball does. Yeah. And they got burned for it. Yeah, David Dahl should be in the their, – their best lineup was not last night, but I get it. Cargo can't play every day. Their best lineup is when David Dahl's in left and Cargo's in right. That's their best – every. that's the best lineup they can trot out there. And it also gives them the best bats coming off the bench with Para and Holiday. I like that. And then I don't have to watch Pat Valeka pop up. You know what's funny is when the dudes are in the uh, on-deck circle and you're sitting there. I would never sit in the on-deck circle at a baseball game. Those guys are brave. And you saw Charlie Blackman last week get plunked in the head. Mm-hmm. Do you know how close that is to the action? And how you have absolutely nowhere to go if the ball comes off the wood? What would you do? Just hide in the dugout? Give him like a cage. <laughs> how many times do guys get hit? Dude, you're right there on top of the ball. And there's nowhere to go. And it's funny because everyone's trying to talk to the dude in the on-deck circle. Like, hey, come on. And they're in their moment, right? They're in their mode. They're trying to follow the pitch. They're trying to look at the pitcher and reason. They're not interested in talking to anyone. And it's like you're at the zoo. You're talking to the animal. The animal's not interested in talking to you. They hear you though. I, you know, does it, is it really effective? Did you try any? No, no, talks? but I, I laugh when people try to conduct conversations. The last thing you want to do right now is conduct a conversation with somebody. They got to go in there and, and, and try to hit a 95 mile an hour pitch. Maybe you could have lightened the mood. No, like no, when no. Nolan was in the on deck, you could have put on your wig and said, Hey, <laughs> Nolan, what's up? And Nolan, just chill. You're gripping that bat a little too tight right now. It's big party with a wig. He'd go up there oh, kind of, you know, God. laughing, smiling. There's a time and place. Might have been the time and the place. When it was 13-2, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When it was one nothing in the fifth, no. So you've come around on my uh, position that yes. David Dahl should play and yes. Matt Holiday should be a pinch hitter. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm, hey, listen, I'm not afraid to tell you when I think you're right. You're exactly right on that. David Dahl's a player. Well, and, and now we know why they've been so patient with David Dahl. Remember the mystery of David Dahl for the yeah. last two seasons? Who is this guy? What can he do? Am I going to get my apology do. for driving the David Dahl train and you mocking me for all these years and now he's great? <laughs> you did. You mocked me mocking hard you for on David all Dahl. these years. You did. I've had David Dahl's back since day one. Uh, and now you're a, now you're a fan. So welcome aboard. Rockies a game and a half ahead of the Dodgers. Three and a half ahead of the Diamondbacks. And you know what else? Yeah, I've been, I've been tracking the wild card as well. They're only a half game back of the wild card if it came down to that. They're only a half game out of that. You never know. Now you want them to win the division because they get a full series that way. I get it. Win the division. Tracking the wild card like it's an animal in the wild that win you're trying to hunt. The division. Well, I'm scoreboard watching like a mother every night. No, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm, with I'm you. paying attention to Milwaukee, I, St. Louis, all of them. I have zero interest in the wild card. I don't want it. Well, you'll take that, but nothing. You'll take that over sitting out. And if you win the wild card game, you get your damn series. Like I'm with Vic. You just gotta get a playoff game. Get there. If they get a wild card and it's a wild card spot and it's on the road, are you getting on a bird and going? Of course. I'm redeeming myself. He and Charlotte have a little thing. I mean, it's a chemistry. It's what they do. It's a tradition. I'm going to a movie. It's top of the hour, eight o'clock. When we come back, Scott Frost ain't happy. He wants a full blown investigation. He sent video to his conference. You know what we're talking about, the injury to his quarterback. We'll discuss when we come back. You got the Vic Lombardi show next Monday. We're going FM. It's Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports.
Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids return to Dick's Sporting Goods Park to host Atlanta United. Kickoff is at 1.30 with Connor Cape on the call. We are going to be heard now on the FM dial. KKSE Parker, Denver. In six days. New radio home. Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Very excited to go to the FM side of it. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know the other thing I learned sitting at the game last night? Is how many bros, and I classify as, I classify bros as guys your age, HW, Marty, bros. How many bros gamble? Everybody around me at the game, bros, they had some sort of wager going on, on a Monday night football game, something. There was money being thrown around everywhere. Gambling's like, it's, for those of us who've, it's here. What, what's taken so long for this country to embrace legalized, taxed gambling. When I go to the ball game, um, I like to gamble on at the end of the inning, when the pitcher throws the ball back to the mound, does it wind up on the grass or the dirt? You okay, can gamble on anything. Yeah, it's a little intricate. But no, the, they're watching it's other games. Ball. They're watching other games as they're watching the baseball game. And it is, it's, it's hilarious. Makes things a little more it's, interesting. It's very funny. Okay, you saw what happened in Lincoln over the weekend. Manchester was there in person. I showed you the video. When Adrian Martinez was tackled and hurt in the final quarter of that game, Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez day-to-day with a right knee injury changed the game, really, because without him, the Huskers weren't the same. But whatever. Yeah, they had scored seven points in the second half. Yeah, but, you know, not the same team without that quarterback. Don't don't deny that. Okay. He goes down in a pile. And video was shown of um, the Buffs doing some extracurricular activity with Adrian Martinez's knee. According to Scott Frost, they've got video from the Nebraska sideline that uh, caught a CU player uh, twisting the knee to the point where it injured Adrian Martinez. They claim that the injury did not occur on the hit. The initial hit had nothing to do with the injury, but it occurred in the pile. In a statement, the Pac-12 said, we've, re- we've received additional video of the play in question from Nebraska, and we have been in discussion with the Big Ten Conference. The play is being assessed as part of our internal review process. What do you think? Uh, I think it's the type of thing that happens on almost every play. I don't uh, disagree. Is Scott Frost going to send the replay of his player hitting uh, Juwan Winf- Winfrey uh, three steps out of bounds that wasn't flagged? We're going to send that one? To the conference and see what they think about it. And come on, Scott, you got beat in your debut. Deal with it. Let's not cry about it. You mm-hmm. ran off your backup quarterback, and then you didn't have anybody to go to except a guy who played against Ogallala. Okay, let me just come on, let, Scott. Let, let me uh, let me turn the page on this and and just put it in your backyard. If Stephen Montez is in a pile and a Nebraska brute twists his ankle, would you have the same opinion? I would not be crying about it. It happens. It's football. Come on, Scott. Let's not, let's not be that way about the loss. He was immediately after the game saying we beat ourselves and not giving any credit to Colorado. And now he's sending stuff to the conference and he's complaining about this, complaining about that. Okay, Scott, 
I, I, I love it. He's, he's reinvigorated the rivalry because now I'm mad at Scott Frost. Well, he's being a sore loser. Exactly. Well, he's, he's, he's not, not accepting that his team I, but, got beat on a hell of a play by the Buffs. Yeah, mm. I, I get it. They lost fair and square, but the video is indisputable. I've shown you guys the video, number it ha- 44. It, it looks bad, but it, we can find that video on almost every, every play. Every college every play, game. yes. That's yeah. a pile, man. Yeah. Stuff happens in that and pile. And when you slow it down, it looks worse. It, watch it at real speed. It's not that big a deal. He's just finishing the play, and Scott Frost just wants to be a crybaby because he got beaten his debut. It's been a long time since he lost the game. Who was a bigger crybaby this weekend? Serena Williams when she lost or Scott Frost when he lost? I don't know, but neither one of them dealt with it very well. By the way, what the heck was Serena yelling about? What does... She's a sore loser. Let me ask you this. What she does, was getting her butt kicked. What does the judge telling her to hurry up have to do with women's rights? I... I have no like, idea. No, Zero association. Hurry up! He gave her a game penalty okay. because she yeah. shooed the guy out because she got a thumbs up from her coach, and he gave her a penalty saying it was coaching. Last time I checked, getting a thumbs up isn't coaching. Right, what coaching does that, and okay, the, great. What does that have to do with women's rights? The coach admitted he was coaching because Andy Roddick came out and said, "I've chewed out umpires like that all the time, and I've never once gotten what? that penalty." I, I, I don't. I don't see the association with women's rights on her getting penalized. There. She was getting her butt kicked. Her coach admitted he was coaching, and she got penalized for that. And then she lost it. And 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 the defense was from the coach was, "I was coaching, but everybody coaches." Well, that's not a defense. Try that next time you get pulled over for speeding. And then her defense for berating an umpire was. Well, other people berate him and they don't get in trouble. Again, it Did doesn't she matter. on the guy? No, she didn't. She yelled at him. Dude, she's the queen of tennis. Are you kidding me? The fact of the matter was she was getting her butt kicked and she was upset and she took it out on the umpire and the umpire wasn't having it. Look, we, every ref, every umpire, depending on the sport, is different and they're all going to have a different fuse. So to make it a, a, a men's, women's thing was ridiculous. She was getting her butt kicked. She lost her temper and she she stole the story from Osaka and made it all about her. Okay, she she. Was, I just didn't understand her. She was going on this rambling women's rights message. I'm like, the defense what are you talking of about other people have been more out of line is the worst defense going. That 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 is just absolutely ridiculous. No, the point is, if it happened in the men's final, that never would have been a game. You don't penalty. know that. That's a hypothetical. You don't know that. Andy Roddick is on the record saying, "I used to chew those guys out all the so time. What? It never happened." It's a different. It's a different judge. Was it a different umpire? I mean, come on, man. It's a different umpire. Like, unless the exact same situation happened with the exact same people, we're playing the grand hypothetical. Oh, it would have been different if it was a man. You don't know that. It's not the, or it's not Serena's fault. It's the umpire's fault. He hijacked the open final and he's the one who ruined it by overreacting with thin skin when he's got the goat chewing him out. You know what? If LeBron chews a ref out in an NBA finals game, you think he gets ejected? What was the score? No. What was the score of the match when this happened? I believe it was in the second set and I think and she it was, was down in that set. She yeah. was down and so she, she lost beat, the first set. She got set. her butt beat 6-2 in the first set. She probably knew she was going to lose so yes. she decided to yell. Exactly. That's exactly and what throw happened. Throw a tantrum. Yeah. How many times did John McEnroe get penalized at, at Wimbledon when he was in his prime and throwing All the tantrum? time. All the time. All the time. Well, and he's a man. Yeah. I thought if you were a man you could say anything you wanted. Right. I'd love to see your guys' take if LeBron gets ejected from an NBA finals game or or they just Throw egregious technicals at the goat and ruin the game. You would be killing the refs the next day. You would. Oh, did a member of the Warriors get suspended for a Draymond the Green? It cost them a Finals championship. It cost them an NBA championship because Draymond got suspended a game. I thought if you were a man, you could do anything you wanted. I just uh, don't see. The, I just don't see the relationship there between you know you're playing a sport and you break a rule in a sport and all of a sudden it's a women's rights violation. Mean, uh, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. 
So it, what if it were a female judge? I'm just curious. If it were a female umpire that took a game away from her, do we do we have this conversation today? No, no. It just she uh, she lost her cool. She got penalized for it. You know what and she then did? She wanted to make it about not you know losing she her did? cool and turn it into this. Yeah, she took a championship, the attention of a championship away from the winner. Right. Away from, what was her name? Osaka. Osaka. Who rightfully kicked her butt. Yes. In the finals. And it was a, it was a poor display from arguably the greatest athlete of all time. She was in the wrong. She was in the wrong. Her defense is, uh, yeah, my coach was coaching, but everybody coaches. Terrible defense. And then her other defense was, well, other people have lost their cool more than I did. Both of which are bad defense, bad defenses, mm. and they would not hold up in the court of law, but in the court of public opinion, oh, it's poor Serena and other people have. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, back to things that happened in the pile, especially in football. Uh, a couple textures have chimed in, and they're exactly right. I wonder if they have secret video of Indomitian Sue in those piles. Yeah, some of the stuff he Let's gets. Let's break away that with. out, Scott. Gosh, Scott Frost is under my skin. How, how about Bill Romanowski go, when he played here? Go do the bench press and complain to somebody else. How about, how about when Romo played for the Broncos, some of the stuff that took place under piles? He just, he lost the game. He lost the game and he's a sore loser. Who was a bigger sore loser this weekend? Scott Frost or Serena Williams? That's a tough battle. That's a great question. That is a tough battle. Sore loser of the week. Maybe that's a new segment on this show. By the way, the gentleman, the kid who, um, was caught in that video, is getting death threats apparently from Nebraska fans. From the world's greatest fans? Yeah. yeah. But you're the one who said they were nice people. They were super nice, but the, now their true colors are coming out. Yeah, but everybody, every fan base has its zealots. Mm. Death threats. You're sending death threats to, to a, a college kid. kid. Yeah. Classy. Welcome to Twitter. You got the Vic Lombardi show. It's 810, altitude 950. September 17th, Denver Sports Radio is going to double your altitude. Altitude 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio. And 92.5 The Wolf becomes Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. You, your family, your income. What do they mean to you after an accident? You have a family to take care of and a home you're struggling to keep. At Berg Simpson, we get it. You need to protect everything that matters to you. Our team of lawyers can help now. If you were injured in an accident, call Berg Simpson for free now at 303-790-2525. BergSimpson.com. Good lawyers. Changing lives. 303-790-2525. Simply the best live entertainment and events are at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. Get your tickets now to Arsenio Hall, Comic-Con, Fifty Shades of Men, Margarita Festival, and more at BuffaloThunderResort.com. And Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe has simply the best promotions. Win one of four Mercedes-Benz and your share of over $500,000. Simply the best casino. At Buffalo Thunder. We're all experts when it comes to the safety of those we love. But shouldn't that go for electrical safety as well? As your Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we're here to teach you and your family how to stay on the safe side. That's why we've developed our electrical safety checklist so you can bring electrical safety best practices to your home. Learn more about the power of your co-op membership at TogetherWeSave.com. Sponsored by Colorado's Touchstone Energy Cooperatives, Tri-State, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, 
and this station. National Truck Driver Appreciation Week is going on right now, and Albertson Safeway would like to take the time to honor all professional truck drivers. These 3.5 million professional men and women keep our highways safe. From the food in our cabinets, the furniture in our living rooms, and even the cars in our driveways, none of these items would be available to us without truck drivers. We thank you. Albertson Safeway is always hiring drivers. If you or someone you know would like to join our team, please log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. There are lots of causes for people to be in debt, whether it's illness or divorce or failed business or even just overestimating what you can repay. But the one thing that they all have in common is that you deserve a second chance. Mike and I do nothing but help people get out of debt at Wink and Wink. My husband and I are both in our 70s and we're raising two grandsons. We found ourselves at the end of our financial road. We had used all our savings, credit cards were up, and we were living strictly on our Social Security income. One day, while driving, I heard an ad for Wink and Wink Law Firm, and they sounded as though they could help us. I called and made an appointment. We met with Mike Wink, and immediately, we both knew that we had made the right decision. At Wink and Wink, we give our clients our cell phone number, and we work hard to get back to all of our clients timely, so that they're as comfortable as they can be when they go through a process that we know is not very comfortable. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Collision southbound I-25 approaching Thornton Parkway, blocking the right lane. This report is brought to you by CC's new Endless Pan Pizzas, now on the buffet. 13th Avenue remains closed at Lincoln for a serious crash. Motorcycle collision on Broadway at Bellevue. Crash on 6th Avenue at Perry in the right lane. And a rollover crash, it's a pickup that hit an elk westbound I-70 at the ramp to Lookout Mountain. Now at CC's new Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet, starting at just $5.99, only at CC's. Prices and participation vary, Apply. I'm Dustin Ritchie with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Altitude 950. This station will remain a sports talk station, by the way, when we make the move to FM next Monday. Fox Sports Radio will be broadcast on Altitude 950. But that first week, we're going to give you both. We're going to simulcast our shows both on 950 AM and 92.5 FM. So two different places you can get this show and every other show on the station. So Monday morning, 7 o'clock, you tune in and you forget that we're on 92.5. Yeah. We'll You'll remind still, you. We'll, we'll still hear us on 950. It's a little transition period to, to kind of get you used to it. Don't you worry about it. You will get reminded. Uh, Rockies are in first place. I'll say that every segment, every show, as long as they remain in first place. Funny thing is, they would have been in first place despite the results of last night's game because the Dodgers melted down in Cincinnati. Thank you, Cincinnati. It's always a pleasure. It's always nice when a losing team helps you out in the standings. Reds beat the Dodgers 10-6 last night, and the Rockies follow that up by just lashing the Diamondbacks 13-2. And I know what you're thinking. Save some of those runs for tonight when Greinke takes the hill. More punchable face, Zach Greinke or Justin Turner? Coin flip? Yeah. Yeah. Both are very punchable. Greinke tonight will be under our skin. It's got the feel of, oh, Greinke's given up one hit through seven. Yeah, no, no, he's got a pitch here. Mm. He's given up seven home runs in his last five starts. He He's kind of fading here. Greinke at home is much different than Greinke on the road. 
Remember, we've given you those numbers. You didn't, you didn't like the numbers yeah. we gave you. When it was just, they should have just waved the white towel because they had to play against the Diamondbacks in Arizona with Granky on the hill. But now tonight it's just, oh, anybody's game. We got Antonio Senzatella on the hill. We're fine. So the Rockies okay, lead the division. The Broncos lead the division. The Raiders lose last night. If you watched, if you stayed up late, Raiders and Rams, very predictable. Rams just outlasted them. Uh, Raiders are going to go through some growing pains. Just not the same team. What is the, is the number out yet on uh, next week's Broncos Raiders game? Can it be out this early? Yeah, Curious. it'll be out. Take a look here. It's got, let me just guess. Broncos by five. Broncos by five. That's my guess. That's my uneducated, poor man, gamblers guess. Broncos are a four and a half point favorite okay. and opened at three. Well, three means just home field. The, so uh, it was even. Over, over under is a uh, 45 and a half. But I think what happened last night proved what I've been saying that the schedule for the Broncos is easy to start the year. They well, they should be two and zero after Sunday, Vic. The Raiders look bad. The, the Broncos starts have always been good. Yes, go back to the Shanahan years. They've always they been always good. started good. They always tend to play a lot of home games early, uh, and they're at a big they have a big advantage playing at altitude early in the season. Hot weather, teams aren't quite ready to go. They started three and one last year, and you and Leggy did a victory lap. Did you know that the Broncos, after winning again? On Sunday, have the best opening weekend, opening game record in the, all of football, in the history of football. Yeah, it's a remarkable number. They, they, but again, they, they play a lot of those at home. Why? I'm curious of that. Somebody asked that question too. Why do the Broncos get so many home games to start the season? I don't know. I have no idea. A lot of it could be a, because they played well the previous season. They reward teams who play well the previous season by giving them home games. Could be that. It's a weather thing, right? Why would it be a weather thing? Because they know the weather in Colorado is going to be nicer in September than it is in December. Eh, I don't know. I don't know if I buy into that too much. It's a theory. I think it's a schedule balancing thing. They need some afternoon games, and they're one of the teams that play out west. Yeah. I think that's better than the weather because they do play games. You, in you have to here. be very careful. I'll agree with you with this, Manchester. That opening week of the NFL season is always the most unpredictable. It's where you get your crazy upsets. It's where you get Tampa going in New Orleans and throwing those many points on. It's when you get the Jets devouring the Lions. Because opening week, teams are still adjusting. Well, there was a, a infamous game where Lawyer Malloy got cut by the Patriots. He went and signed with the Bills. The Bills won opening week in Buffalo, like 31 nothing. Oh, the Bills are, look, look, the, the Patriots are falling apart. Look at the Bills and the Patriots went to the Super Bowl that year. It's, don't put a lot of stock in week one. Uh, one number that, um, really I pay attention to after week one for the, the Broncos is the run game and they, they generated 470 yards of offense, 4.6 yards per carry. If they can run the ball to the tune of four plus per carry, if this is a number that sticks, which is asking a lot, this offense will be completely different than the one we saw a year ago. This offense will be a pretty damn good offense. If you can go four a carry, that opens everything up for them. Everything. Yeah, but I still think the reason they were able to run the football is because they had somewhat of a threat under center passing the football. But there weren't about- nine guys within five yards of line of scrimmage on every play. Cue up Vance Joseph, if you could, Jesse, because he had a couple things to say yesterday. I agree wholeheartedly with him. They ran the ball against a Seattle defense, which specializes in stopping the run. They stacked the box. I mean, if they can do it against and I'm not saying Seattle's defense is stacked by any means, but they do stack the box. That's a defensive strategy spent on stopping the run. And the Broncos had an easy time running the ball 
Cut number seven, VJ, yesterday. I don't know, after the turnovers, especially, you know, we ran the ball really well, you know, on that last touchdown drive. We hit him with two runs, and then we hit, we hit Cortland with a little crossing round, and then we, you know, now we're in high red zone. So the running game, to me, helped us control the game. They controlled the game. Darn right they did, because you run it for four, and they don't know what's coming next. It opens things up downfield. It kept them very off balance. The Broncos were, uh, more often than not in very good down and distant situations as well. But the offense was the most watchable it's been since what? 2014? I mean, seriously, that was the most exciting offense we've seen since they lost to the Colts in the first round, uh, the year before they won the Super Bowl. There were parts of 2015 where the offense was fairly, uh, effective, but you're right. It, it, from a consistent standpoint, now we'll see if the Broncos can continually do it. But from a consistent standpoint, the last time the offense looked like that was 2014. But 2015 was choppy, right? It yes, was Peyton, very. and then it was Brock, and then it was Peyton, and they were carried by that defense. You guys all recall how much heat the Broncos got, even on this show, when they signed Adam Jones, right? Yes. What do you think about Adam Jones' performance now? I don't like the signing. Uh, I thought cut. he was very mediocre returning punts, and his pick really? was on the last play of a game on a throwaway. Are we watching the same game returning punts? I thought he was fearless. I thought it was like night and day yeah, was, in the punt return. It was like Devin Hester all over again. He, he actually went forward with the ball and didn't make dumb decisions. Are you kidding me? You mean to tell me watching that game, you didn't see a visible difference between Isaiah McKenzie and Pac-Man Jones returning punts? No, not the Isaiah wow. McKenzie I watched in the preseason. Wow. The Isaiah McKenzie I watched in the preseason ran one back for a touchdown. Yeah, that was better. Cut five, Vance Joseph. On Adam Jones, I thought he performed well. You know, obviously you know, he he wasn't in training camp with us. He was only here for about a week and a half with us. He played against Arizona a little bit, but I was very pleased on his uh, assignment check and his eye placement and his technique. I mean, he challenged those guys a couple of times where Russell wanted, to, you know, to go back to uh, Marshall and he couldn't because Adam was all over him. You know, so he played well and he also gave up a touchdown that they got. Overturned on a unbelievably ticky tack call against Brandon Marshall. But yeah, I mean, I guess I should stand oh, corrected. He had tack. He got shoved to the ground. He had two punt returns for nine yards, a 4.5 average. That was electric. I mean, I, I remember that, that 4.5 yard average just coming out of my chair going, man. Well, he had the big one called back. He had the big one called back if, on the holding. If, if you don't see the value, man. If you don't see the value that Adam Jones gave that defense, then you just can't see. What, you just can't see. I don't remember you're blind. what excited me more, the six-yard return or the three-yard return, because those were dynamic. I, would you rather have a return or some dude fumbling the ball? Uh Look, Isaiah McKenzie in the preseason was better than Pac-Man Jones was the other other day. He just was. Okay. He just was. I, it, you're not watching the same game I'm watching. I saw a guy who made a difference, and a guy who hadn't played at all with this team comes in and makes a difference at the age of, what, 35? He's a difference maker. Okay. He got beat by Brandon Marshall, and the refs bailed him out. They did. They're not going to call that but 30% of the time. Uh Von Miller, in case you guys didn't hear about this, we know what he does on the field. He's an absolute stud. His off-the-field exploits sometimes make news as well. Von Miller is suing a boxer. Old TMZ, his favorite site, came up with this one. An undefeated boxer in which Von Miller invested 30 thousand dollars into his program thirty thousand dollar investment and he's supposed to get 20 percent back from this guy named Travel mazion 13 and 0 uh von's people trying to get a hold of this guy 
He's not returning calls. That's a little odd. You inv- like a racehorse? You, you well, can invest in a you, boxer? It's interesting that boxing has taken this long. In golf, this is very prevalent. In golf, if you're a young golfer and you're trying to make it on the PGA Tour and you need to generate money to go to these tournaments, sometimes what you'll do is get a bunch of investors together to back you. Happens all the time in golf. That is a little bizarre to me. I mean, okay, I, I, I'm not well, arguing this guy, that. This guy's got, all right, you're a young boxer. You got to pay for your trainer. You, you, you got to, you got to get through a six week training session. You got to live somewhere. There's money involved. And then you have to pay whoever invested in you 20% of your earnings well, this for is the, the rest of your life. This is the deal they made on this particular investment. Von Miller, according to this story and LA County Superior Court gave this guy 30 grand and this guy is now not to be found. He's not. He's not paying him back. Which, hey, if you made the deal, live up to the deal, it just feels a little like something you would see in, uh, you know, Jersey or something. Put it that way. It is boxing. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But doesn't it seem a little, uh, I don't know, a little uh, mafiosa-esque? Just when you think boxing is dead, it keeps coming back. It might be one of those sports that is under the surface, but will it, it's it's never going to fully die. There's too much there. I don't know. It's, pretty, it's who, heavyweight boxing. Who's is the heavyweight dead? champion well, in the world? Heavyweight boxing is dead, but there's still a core of people that love boxing. I mean, what's more dead, boxing or tennis? Tennis. I don't know. I, I think people could tell you who people could name five or six tennis players. Yeah. I don't know that they could name five or six boxers. That's a great question. I mean, I think tennis is yeah. thriving compared to boxing. That's a great question. All right, before we go to break, uh, need to acknowledge what today really is and. uh there's no dodging it. It is 9-11, and we remember uh, the devastation that occurred 17 years ago. If you're listening to this radio show and you were around back then, you know exactly where you were. You knew exactly what was going through your mind. Just take yourself back, 8.26 in the morning, 17 years ago. Where were you, James? Um, I was uh, on my way to work, stopping at Starbucks to get a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and hearing people talk about it and wondering what the heck was going on, and then turning on the radio and hearing it all the way to work, and then watching TV and being sent home at 10 o'clock because nobody knew what to do. H.W.? Uh, I remember checking the news for the weather to see if I wanted to wear shorts or pants headed to sixth grade that day. Watched the you second, were in sixth grade? Yeah, I watched the second plane crash live. The other part of it I remember, Vic, is uh, coming down into my car, and I had a bunch of missed calls on my phone from my brother, and I assumed he was calling me with Ed McCaffrey news. Because Ed McCaffrey had heard, well, had gotten injured the night before in the Broncos Giants game. The irony of that is, I was on my way to Porter Hospital to report on Ed McCaffrey's injury because he broke his leg the night the before. Giants. It was that devastating, ugly injury that occurred to Ed, and of course, working for Channel Four at the time, that was my beat. Let's go to the hospital, see what's going on. And on my way to the hospital, I remember just sitting in the car listening to what was happening, and one story obviously became secondary, mm-hmm. and. uh it's amazing. When you look back, it's been 17 years. We want to honor the fallen, of course, as uh, best we can, and remember them forever. Uh, so um, just a tip of the cap to everybody involved. And 9-11 is always going to hold a, a place for, for those of us who were around back then. I can't believe you were in sixth grade. That's how long it's been. Yeah, the, uh, what, seniors in high school right now were born that year? Is that, wow. is that correct? Yeah. Well, my kid, I remember my son, who's 19, I remember he was on my lap when I first started watching it and getting ready to go to work. He was up at the time, and 
It's been a long while, and yet it happened. It felt like just yesterday. It's 828. You've got the Vic Lombardi Show. September 17th, Denver Sports Radio is going to double your altitude. Altitude 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio. And 92.5 The Wolf becomes Altitude Sports Radio. 92.5. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The City of Aurora and Colorado State Bank and Trust present Pumpkin Chunkin', a competition and festival like no other. October 6th and 7th at Arapahoe Park Racetrack. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind. So you can keep the exterior color of the windows as standard white. And K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish again for free and just so you know both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window uh that's a lot of green the sunrise v-class windows are energy efficient they'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills so call knh today for your free in-home consultation oh and chat with them about their financing options too just go to khwindows.com khwindows.com for windows siding doors and has what you're looking for. Honey, have you seen the keys? Nope. You drove the car last. Didn't I give them to you to open the door? Did you check your pockets? Like ten times. I even checked your purse. You probably locked them in the car. I didn't drive the car, remember? Ha ha, you're funny. Do you need me to come find them for you? I'll bet I'll find them in your pocket. They're probably in that black hole purse of yours. Forgetting things is human nature, so we'd like to remind you to check with your health care provider and see if you need any vaccinations. Experts agree vaccinations are the best way to keep you healthy and protected against vaccine-preventable diseases. To learn more, visit coloradoimmunizations.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, what's on your game day menu? Chips? Party mix? That's boring. When it's game day, order up a good meal for everybody from Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi. Black Eyed Pea has all your favorites available for carryout on game day. Chicken fried steak with homemade cream gravy. Juicy pot roast. Fried chicken. All the sides. Plus fresh rolls and cornbread. That's how you roll on game day. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and get their entire game day ready menu. An accident. Is it really such a thing? What if someone chooses to drink and drive and endanger the public? Can we really call that an accident? At Berg Simpson, we say no, and our juries agree that drivers who choose to do this should take responsibility and pay. If you were injured in an accident, call Berg Simpson for free now at 303-790-2525. BergSimpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. Call 303-790-2525. 
Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Cool. 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Tim Blossoms. And Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Collision southbound I-25 approaching Thornton Parkway blocking the right lane. This report is brought to you by White Castle. Two crashes westbound Highway 36, one at Sheraton where the right lane is blocked. Then further up, a truck blocks the center lane. Motorcycle collision on Broadway at Bellevue. Crash on 6th Avenue at Perry in the right lane. Real egg, savory sausage, and melty cheese calling you detour to White Castle for a $3 breakfast combo. No time to stop. Add new breakfast sliders to your grocery list. Now at White Castle and in your freezer aisles. I'm Dustin Ritchie with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. It is the Power 5 question of the day here on the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. HW, what is that Power 5 question, please? We discussed it, now I've forgotten it. Well, we want to know the biggest... Crybaby in sports oh. history. Hit us up three zero nine three three. This is in honor of Scott Frost. She's crying. Serena Williams was crying. Well, Scott Frost was. Um, I don't know if he was crying. They submitted some video to the Big Ten and to the Pac twelve video of a Buffs player uh, doing some extracurricular things to Adrian Martinez's leg in the pile. I'm not sure if that's crying or just doing his due diligence. Due diligence. What does he want the result to be? I don't know. I don't know what will emerge, but I'll tell you this, and I speak for every CU fan and Nebraska fan out there. The best thing that can happen in this renewed rivalry is for CU to win in Lincoln, number one, and for some sort of controversy to emerge, number two. This is just juice for the rivalry. It's irresponsible on Scott Frost's part to point this out like it's the most egregious thing he's ever seen. Lost like his quarterback. Like Good it doesn't happen. For another game. Like it doesn't happen on it. Almost every play in the bottom of a pile, and now he's got his Yahoo Huskers fans sending a kid death threats. Nice job, Scott. All right. Good start to your career in Lincoln. If roles were reversed and some Yahoo Nebraska guy was twisting on Montez's ankle, you'd be just as venomous today. How about the guy who cheap-shotted Jawan Winfrey as he went out of bounds? Are we going to send that one into the league? I don't don't remember that. Should Well... Because Mike McIntyre hasn't been up in Boulder making a big deal of it and sending video to the Big Ten offices hoping for I don't know what. I mean, it's just the game is over, Scott. Move on. Talk right. about Troy. You're playing Troy on Saturday. The biggest crybaby in sports. Who is it? Who is it today? That's our Power 5 question of the day. 7374, this one especially for Manchester. It's got to be Paxton Lynch because he literally cried. 
Well, he or Garrett Bowles. John Elway likes to draft first round crybabies, apparently. Four seven four one six. Guy, and I only say that because one guy gets criticism for it and the other guy we don't say anything about it. So we should be fair. One guy's still in the league. Four seven four six, biggest crybaby, no brainer, Phil Rivers. Does it all the time. Phil can play though. He really can play. Uh Tom Brady, according to many textures. That's here. a good one. Tom can play a little bit too though. Is would, there anything better, smoother than Tom Brady in the red zone? He's just a He's a machine. Yeah, he's an artist. Carve you up in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would go with Tim Duncan. Because in the rare case Tim Duncan got a foul called against him, he would do his stupid two hands out, crazy eyes look. Like, he, what are you talking about? Yeah, he never committed a foul. Tim Duncan did not commit a foul in NBA history. Draymond Green cries a lot. Talks a lot and cries a lot. There's always something Draymond Green has to say during the course of a game. Always. Yeah, yeah he's a crier. Uh, based on comments today, the biggest crybaby in sports, according to this texture, is Manchester. <laughs> what am I crying about? Uh, 6013, the only thing worse than a sore loser is a bad winner. Stay classy, Chester. I'm totally staying classy. I'm just saying Scott Frost is being irresponsible. So I, I, sh- I shouldn't say anything about Scott Frost making much ado about nothing and for- and causing well, wait, a kid to get death threats. You're minimi- Hold on a second. You're minimizing much ado about nothing. His quarterback was out for the game, possibly out for two games. What what do you mean nothing? He's fine. He's fine. He's not, he's not injured. He's not. Is he having knee surgery? Did his leg fall off? He couldn't finish the game. That was his choice. (laughs) You want him to shoot him up like Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers Miyagi'd it and came out there and played. I mean, the guy walked off the field at the end of the game. He's, he, if they weren't playing Troy on Saturday, he would play. They're going to sit him out so he's ready to go against Michigan. 3198. I'm a Nebraska fan and I wholeheartedly agree with Manchester. Scott should have handled that a lot better. Thank you. How about Paul Pierce when he had to get taken off the court in a wheelchair and then came back like 12 minutes yeah. later? That was yeah. a pretty good that, that's, 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 that's like another power five topic. <laughs> the guy who, uh, guy or gal who really acts up the, uh, the injuries, right? Yeah. I mean, how, yeah, how injured was Aaron Rodgers? Or was not, he just in pain? Not all that injured because he came back. How injured was he did to come you, back from did that? Did you ever have that moment with your, uh, that conversation with your son about, look, we're not stopping the game because you get a little owie. Like if you, if we stop the game, you're done. Like you're not going back and you better be hurt. Have you had yeah. that conversation? Or no, my, you... my son was always tougher than I've ever been. I was the owie guy. He, he played through a lot. Cause we all, Much more than me. we all remember the kid on our team who constantly was hurt and his mom would run on the field. You never wanted to be. Well, like that him. was embarrassing for me in eighth grade. My mom literally ran onto the field when I injured my shoulder. <laughs> literally ran onto the field. Uh, this is hitting a little too close to home. Yes. Uh, Mitch says biggest crybaby in sports is easily Sidney Crosby and it's not even close. I don't see Sid the kid play enough to know. And it's hard to hear them crying during a hockey game. Yeah. Uh, Danny says all NBA players. Chris says, uh, biggest crybabies, choose a soccer player. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad option right there. <laughs> uh, acting and crying are pretty much the same thing. You're right. Uh, Draymond Green, Ryan Kessler or Brad Marchand. That, you know what? Kessler is known for that. Kessler is very well renowned for crying. How about Dick Vermeil? He was a pretty good crier. Yeah, but that was different. That was emotional crying. That was Mike McIntyre, Mike McIntyre crying. I have no problem with that. 
Dick Vermeule cries constantly. Yes, he does. Dick Vermeule cries yeah. telling you stories about how he cries. Yeah, he's an overcryer guy. He is so overcryer. Everyone's do a good cry every once in a while, but he can't be an overcryer. People I don't mind. Take a, you seriously. Yeah, I don't mind a little crying. I thought Mac, Mike, Mac, Mike McIntyre's was appropriate, but Dick Vermeule cried so much it yeah. didn't mean anything. After anymore. a while, though, if you start crying every week, you become emotionally unstable. Yes. Like if I cried on every show, it would be like, oh God, when's he gonna cry? What about cry at work person? Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. If you have tears coming down at work, you, you got something bad going on. Well, did something personally happen to you, or did you get demoted? What, did you get written up? I'm just saying you don't want the wrong person at work to see you crying. What's a better way to react? Just totally fly off the handle and scorch earth or cry? Yeah. What's worse? I don't trust criers, public criers. <laughs> Remember, there are people I don't trust. I don't trust people that smile all the time. I don't trust public criers for no reason. You don't trust people who have a genuine emotion? Yeah, but no, you know, sometimes you just gotta keep it inside. Sometimes, but sometimes it comes out. There are appropriate times to cry. I'm just saying you can't be that guy or gal all the time. 4169 says, hate to say this, but, uh, Joker's gotta be on that list. If there's one thing that, that you want Joker to change, it is his reaction to the officials. That, that's the one thing, right? And he's yeah. even acknowledged that. He's even said it. I got to work on that because it costs him. When yeah. he's crying after every call, it's going to cost him. Well, eventually you're, you're saying you get a reputation, right? And that's not what you want if you're mm-hmm. looking to be an all-star. Uh, did you guys see the post-game interview with Aaron Rodgers? You could tell he got so drugged up at halftime he couldn't even feel his face, let alone his leg. <laughs> I do think there might be something oh. to that. Are they still teradoling these guys? Is that what it's called? Toradol. Toradol. Are they doing... Is that still so. allowed? I don't think so. Well, you you know they shot him up with something. There's something going on. Something got in his system. The pre-game line of get your shot of Toradol in the butt, I don't think is happening anymore. A lot of people are saying, Vic, what about when T.O. cried defending Roma? I think that was T.O. acting. That's my quarterback. No, I, quarterback. Yeah, you know what? I think that was T.O. I, I really believe that was an act. I don't think that was him legitimately getting emotional. I really dislike Scott Frost now. My God, dude, calm down. He does what every coach would do. He's put, uh, he's defending he, his player. He put a college kid in the crosshairs. That's oh my silly. God. That's silly. It's unnecessary. The game's over. Why, why incite a riot? Why? In case you haven't heard, Scott Frost walked into a movie theater and yelled fire. That's what he did. If you're listening now, Scott Frost, Nebraska head coach submits video, video that they got from Nebraska sideline, not video we've seen yet. Uh, that shows a CU player intentionally trying to hurt his quarterback, Adrian Martinez, in the pile. Martinez did not finish the game. He left with a knee injury. Uh, they apparently have some video that proves a CU player was twisting his knee. I think I might resubmit the video I took of Scott Frost walking off the field a loser. <laughs> Scott Frost is a nice guy. I mean, come on. He's inciting a yeah. riot. Yeah. This is not, he's not handling himself well here. You know who cries all the time? I'm glad this YouTube came in. When you watch those YouTube moments, my wife cries all the time on those things. Like those military, uh, military things when someone comes home yeah. and yeah. my wife can sit there. She'll be in tears oh, those in mere will get seconds. Me. Those will get me. Mere seconds. The only time it's okay for a grown man to cry is at the theater watching Toy Story. <laughs> Are you cry at movie guy? Oh yeah, I don't mind letting it go. Little then. La La Land, you sure. cry? Wasn't I the one who admitted that I cried at Toy Story? Yeah, yeah. 
It's a great like year and a half old reference this was just by a, the texter. I thought this was just a joke. No, that's no, like no. I admitted like 18 months ago I cried at Toy Story 3. Like last week? No, like when I saw it in the theater. Well, Brian's song will get you every time. For those of you who've never seen Brian's song. If you don't cry song. at the end of Brian's song, you don't have a soul. And it's really a, it's a it's a poorly done movie. It's not it's not that great a movie. It's old. It but just the, yeah, well. just the storyline itself, right? Yeah. Brian Piccolo, Gail Sayers. Cried a little bit at Rudy. Yeah. Rudy didn't really get me. Karate Kid got to me a little bit. Die Hard, the end of Die Hard, yeah. when he's rein, reunited with his wife. It's okay to cry. When Al it's Pal okay. gets the I tell, courage I tell you to what would make guy. me cry. I tell you what would make me cry. Is if the end of this month, the Rockies are in first place and they're division champions for the first time ever. I might have to shed a tear or two for the guys on 20th and Blake. That would be a good cry. I was crying in my beer last night. 844, you got the Vic Lombardi show. We're going FM on Monday. September 17th. September 17th. Altitude Sports Radio 950. It's a breakaway for Cup. Elevates to FM. From one Denver sports station to two, Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner, Altitude Sports Radio 925. That's a baller move right there. Your Denver teams, your Denver sports talk. We talk all sports. Vance Joseph has to be out in front of this thing. It's an honest show on FM. He found a new weapon. September 17th, Altitude Sports Radio 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio and 92.5 The Wolf becomes Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower cost and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Jokic for three. Dilly, oh dilly. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Coming in eight. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. Honey, have you seen the keys? No. You drove the car last. Didn't I give them to you to open the door? Did you check your pockets? Like ten times. Forgetting things is human nature, so we'd like to remind you to check with your health care provider and see if you need any vaccinations. Learn more at coloradoimmunizations.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. 
Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason. We champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. You know how you sort of anticipate things this time of the year? Some of the best highlights of living in Colorado. The changing leaves, the cooler nights, lots of football, and this year maybe even hometown playoff baseball. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza, where Ram Power Days has arrived, showcasing the most impressive Ram lineup ever. If you're ready, your new Ram is waiting at Johnson Auto Plaza. 1500 2500 or 3500 Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8. Take your pick. And that's only the start of the make it yours Ram choices, colors, equipment, state-of-the-art technology. With over 350 new Rams in stock, you will find what you're looking for at Johnson's. And each and every Ram is discounted for extra Ram Power Days savings. There's no better truck than Ram, and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, your truck headquarters, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Collision westbound C-470 at Santa Fe. This report is brought to you by CC's new Endless Pan Pizzas, now on the buffet. Crash southbound I-25 approaching Thornton Block in the right lane, and two collisions westbound Highway 36. One's at Sheraton with the right lane blocked, the other further up, a truck blocking the center lane. 13th remains closed at Lincoln after a serious crash. Now at CC's new Endless Meat Eater and Supreme Pan Pizzas on the buffet, starting at just $5.99. Only at CC's prices and participation vary, Restrictions apply. I'm Dustin Ritchie with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. That's a David Dahl salami. Compliments AT&T Sportsnet at the game last night, and you're sitting there watching the Diamondbacks work through that. They they walk Nolan Arenado, who in that game had uh, let's see, 0 for 4 in that game, and we know Nolan's been slumping of late. They walk Arenado to get to David Dahl. Now, by the book, that's what you're supposed to do by the book. But sometimes I think managers and people in the game generally. They don't pay attention to what's happening that night. David Dahl, every time he was up to bat, was hitting the ball hard, hard. And if I were to make that decision that night, I'd say, you know, maybe we don't pitch to this guy for that guy. Yeah, it's a little bit of going off the book or going off reputation as opposed to going off what you're seeing. What I'm seeing is a guy hitting the ball hard, and he hit it hard again. The grand slam by Dahl seals the deal as the Rockies go on to beat the Diamondbacks 13-2. to And Nolan is... uh pressing 
at the plate. To yeah, put it mildly. yeah, it is a it is a hole that he has dug. And uh, that day off, we thought he fixed it with the home run he hit on Sunday. It's not fixed just yet. You told me yesterday that by the end of the week, we would be saying all is fine with Nolan. Yeah, Arano. I still hold by that. Okay. Well, you sat nice and close last night. First row, recap us your night. What did you see? What insight did you gain? I saw from a baseball right game. I saw Herman Marquez again, a Rockies pitcher, giving up before we even settled into our seats. Right, we're in that infinity section, get to watch the game underneath, and it's one nothing before we even sit down. It's like a Rockies tradition now. It's one nothing before you even sit down. Well, first two batters of the game went triple single. What? How do you explain this? Can somebody explain this to me? I have no idea. It, it, it is. It's beyond a. Aberration. But what's weird about it, knowing who's pitching, you're not even that concerned now. It's one nothing. You're like, eh, it's the Rockies. It's one nothing until the fifth inning when they unload. They score um, six in the fifth, seven more in the seventh. What I saw last night was Herman Marquez just dealing, just absolutely dealing again. Seven innings, eleven Ks, struck out six consecutive at one point. That ties a Rockies record. He has forty four Ks in his last four starts. That's a new record. He's on pace to shatter records, this guy, with strikeouts. It has gotten to the point where it's a difficult question to answer of who's the Rockies' best pitcher. I think it's still Freeland. Marquez has been pretty special of late. He has too. But, you know, a better question is, or a better situation is, is this the best Rockies staff of all time? For, I asked, for a single season, yes. yes. I asked Jason Hirsch, who's a part of those memorable playoff teams, right? And I asked him, compare and contrast this staff to somebody says, no, no, it's not even close. This staff's better. Yeah. No, that, but we've gone down this rabbit hole before. The 09 staff was the best staff. This staff is the best staff. Do you remember the 09 staff? Tell me. Alright, I'll reel it off for you. Yeah, they had a bunch of guys that all won double digit games. But did they have anyone as dominant as Marquez and Freeland? Dominant. Jorge De La Rosa went 16 and 9. Was he as dominant as either of these two guys right now? No. No. Ubaldo Jimenez went 15 and 12. That was an off year for Ubaldo. Well, it was the year before his big yeah. year. Uh, Jason Marquis won 15 games. Aaron Cook and Jason Hamill 11 and 10 wins. None of those guys were as dominant the first as the two we just mentioned. I, I don't think it's even close. These two guys are on the hill. Something special happens. I will say this. I think the back end of that rotation was better than the back yeah. end of this rotation. Yeah. Especially right now. Yeah. Who, 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 there, is a who are their fourth and fifth in 09? It was, was Hamill it Marquis? and... No, Aaron Cook and Jason Hamill. Oh, that's pretty good. I would take Jason yeah. Hamill on the hill over Tyler Anderson yeah. any day of the week. But the top of this staff is better. Is better. Yeah, I would agree. Put it so this in, way. In a, in a series, I would take this staff. Yes. Because you're only going to use the top three guys. Uh, top, from one to five though, I think that one probably was a little bit better. Trevor Story does it again last night. He broke the game open with his three run home run in the fifth. Story is, uh, I mean, it's something to behold. Because you look at him in person as he's in the on-deck circle. He's not a big dude by any means. No. He's not a big old hoss, right? But that swing is so damn powerful. He possesses every trait you need to be a great baseball player. He is the five-tool guy. Have we officially moved on from Tulo? Like, does oh, anybody God, still yeah, think, yeah, like, oh, God, I wish it's all right, too. I think Tulo tra- hasn't I think, played. I think Trevor's a better shortstop. I think he's a better short. If you're saying the best shortstop in Rockies history, is Trevor in that conversation yet? I mean, Tulo did it for longer, yeah. but Trevor's just as good in the field. 
I think he's just as good at the plate, and he's more clutch. You know what we need to see? We need to see him in a, an extended playoff series, because that's what we saw at Atula. Okay, that's yeah. fair. We need to see him in a play. And that's why winning the division is paramount, because you get a series. You're guaranteed a series. Playoff baseball is special. It's just special. Except right? for when it's one night in Arizona. That, I mean, uh, uh, that's why a series would be so welcome here. Yeah, that's why you have to win the division. I mean, you're a game and a half up on September 11th. There's, they've never been in a better spot. Have to finish the job. The Rockies are back to zero, even par in run differential. We've been talking about this stat all year. It's almost been like laughable because they've been in negative territory and yet still up there. Here they are, zero in run differential. The only team without a positive run differential that leads the division right now. And there they are, 79 and 64. Well, the other teams that are leading divisions, are like a hundred to oh, two hundred joke to the good and they run differential and the Rockies are at par. Red Sox are at plus two nineteen. Astros are at plus two forty. The team's giving chase to the Rockies. Dodgers plus one twenty eight. Diamondbacks plus seventy. By the way, this playoff probability quotient that ESPN gives us every day. What do you think the Rockies and Dodgers are at right now versus where they were a week ago? I would say the Rockies are 45%. The Dodgers are 58%. The Dodgers playoff probability being a game and a half behind the Rockies, 73%. I don't understand math apparently. The, the Rockies are at 56%. Eh, they're above 50. That's good. The Diamondbacks have dropped all the way to 7%. Now this includes chances of getting the wild card. Yes. The Diamondbacks at 7%. The Rockies could send that to 1% if they if, sweep them. If the Rockies sweep the Diamondbacks, Arizona's done. They're out of it. Just go home. Yeah, they'd be you six and a half back. Yeah, just stay home. That's what this series means. Tonight's, tonight's the key night though, because you, you, you get the beat Granky with Sensatella and that's doing yeah, something. The pitching matchup is not in your favor tonight. Sensatella won his last start, correct? Or they won the game that he started. Yeah. And Granky, according to you guys, has just been terrible on the road all Well, year. he's not the same pitcher on the road. I mean, Granky, look at his splits. Look at him at home versus the road. I don't know. I'll pull him up. What the no, hell am I doing? You, am I that lazy? You hate baseball stat guy. I know. And you just dropped the most baseball stat guy line of all time. Hey, look at his splits. Well, you, as what? you come to learn who I am, about? I am the most hypocritical man you've ever met. <laughs> if the numbers support my argument, I will use them at all That's times. such a great argument. Look at his splits. If the numbers support what I have to say, I will use them. If the numbers do not support what I have to say, I will call you stat nerd. Uh, Granky on the road is not the same player. That's a fact. And I can't find his numbers because well, I'm not very adept well, at the Most players machine. aren't. So that doesn't make him all that unusual. Yeah. Well, but would you rather have Granky tonight or Senzatella? Yeah, the beauty of last night's game, though, even with the Rockies down one nothing. Even with the Rockies, did you guys ever panic? I mean, were you ever in panic? I, I was, maybe because I was sitting there with that lining kugel and panic never had a chance to be induced. Yeah, I don't think panic was, you know, coursing through I mean, my I was, veins. When I was, was wearing one a, nothing in the first. I was wearing a wig for crying out loud. <laughs> hey, Mick, Granky's got a 2-4-3 ERA at home, a 3-7-6 ERA See? On the See the numbers? Look at the splits. ERA nearing four away from Chase Field. He's seven and six on the road this year. Hey. Granky was an all-star, correct? By name. But he was announced. I mean, compare his numbers to Kyle Freeland's. Freeland's having a better year. Yeah. yeah. He's got more wins and a better ERA. Uh, Ryan chimes in. Chester Scott Frost hot take is so bad that we should get rid of 
fact checker and follow every show with Chester's dense take of the day. Oh, that is mean. There are a lot of people that agree with Chester, just so you know. My hot take on Scott Frost is he's being a sore loser. You could find a play like that, especially if you slow it down from what's going on in the pile in every single game. And for him to be calling this out two days after the game and inciting Huskers fans, and now you're getting death threats on a college kid, is shame on the head coach. All right, help me understand this one. This is from the text line as well. Vic was lucky the Diamondbacks weren't wearing their throwback jerseys last night. He would have been cheering for them with that shirt. Can we explain to everyone again my disability? What am I? Uh, colorblind. Okay. What color shirt was I wearing? Like kind of a teal? So is that their uniform color? Yeah, they originally were teal. I'm not into this wear certain colors because you're going to the game guy. What are we, Crips and Bloods here? What are we doing? I don't care what I'm wearing. What What does it matter what I'm, what, what does what I'm wearing affect the play on the field? Who cares? Did you notice all the orange? At the stadium on Sunday? I'm just going to a game. Don't tell me what to wear. I was in a building on Saturday where they wore a lot of red. Don't, don't tell me what to wear. You wear your fancy black shorts. I'll wear that. If, turquoise? I don't even know what turquoise is. Just, what is turquoise? Just telling you what you're supposed to do. It's 9 o'clock. I'm supposed to reset the show right now. Up next, Jeff Legwald waiting patiently. An hour of Bronco talk with our Broncos insider right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids return to Dick's Sporting Goods Park to host Atlanta United. Kickoff is at 1.30 with Connor Cape on the call. We are going to be heard now on the FM dial. KKSE Parker, Denver. In six days. New radio home. Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Very excited to go to the FM side of things. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. No, no, that's case, and he's always been that way. From from Houston, the Cougars to the Texans to the Rams to the Vikings last year. I mean, he's always been a guy who's going to make a play. He has ultimate confidence in himself, and he's going to try to make a play. He's going to remain aggressive, and I want him to do that. You know, I don't I don't want a quarterback who's going to make mistakes and then fold. So it was good to see him battle and not fold and be aggressive and drive our team. After after every mistake he made, the next drive was was pretty special. And so that's good to see our quarterback, you know, just uh, have the confidence to keep pushing. Vance Joseph, courtesy Broncos.com. Vance has that deep, baritone voice. Imagine how much better that is going to sound starting Monday when we switch over to 92.5 FM. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 coming at you this Monday. Imagine how much better Jeff Legwald is going to look on wow. FM. Oh, man. You're going to look marvelous. I hope. Yeah. I only hope for improvement. The FM dial is approaching, my friend. So we anticipate. We'll surround. Yes. Surround sound with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, impressions of Vance Joseph coaching after his first game of the second season. Uh, they won the game. So obviously that's a good thing. But did you notice anything different out of the head coach? Uh, I thought they were sort of more, uh, regimented on the sideline. I think they took a little better care of who's going in the game, who's coming out. I try to watch when they're subbing people out, the late additions, because on special teams last year, you could count five times a game when somebody ran on the field because they had 10 Unbelievable. people. Unbelievable. Flags, game, yeah. So. They did have one of those situations the other day. 
Uh, am I the only one that thinks Vance Joseph looks like a motorcycle cop when he's on the sideline? In those if, shades? if he would get the, yeah. if he would get the real Ray Bam, yeah, I think yeah, he could. He looks like he he's just gonna give me a ticket and yeah. say I'll see you in court. You know, I clocked you going. 36 there. Uh, you know why I pulled you over? Yeah. That's what he looks like. He caught some heat uh, at the end of the half for not using one of the timeouts with 30 yeah. seconds on the clock. Is that, um, should he take any heat for that or does it really Always matter? Always a little bit. I think people want to see it go. You know, they want to see it have at Be it aggressive. A little bit. And I, I thought they did stay aggressive in the second half. I wondered how it would be once the, you know, something bad happened. You know, were you going to see that the sort of rhythm that last season's games had so mm. often something bad happens and then the dominoes all fell down and everybody went. Dude, high I down. like what Billy Moose drew up. I thought the game plan was that tremendous. Looked a lot like uh, Mike and Gary to me. Yeah, but, uh, but it was it was but it was Peyton Manning Gary. Offense. It was unpredictable, Jeffrey. Every every yeah. I didn't know what was coming next. And they used a lot of personnel groupings. I, and I still think when I looked at it again after charting it live. If teams are going to continually leave the one-on-one on Cortland Sutton, that kid's going to have a big year moving forward because I think almost every time the Seahawks had a choice, Cortland Sutton was in the one-on-one. Huh. And I think the Broncos will be hitting that at some point because it happened over and over and over again. And, you know, I think he's, I think he's going to have some impact. Well, enough about the rookie. How about Emmanuel Sanders, 10 catches in a contract year? You think he's going to ball out in a contract year like, oh, yeah. like this every week? I think they're counting on it, yeah. frankly. I, I think that was part of the discussion of, uh, Elway's made no secret of he likes guys in their contract years. I mean, he, you know, he always says that. Give me a guy with a chip on his shoulder and all that. He likes, he likes to get the benefits of a guy who wants a big pay. He didn't love it when he was in a contract year. I always, t- <laughs> I, I tell him that all the time. You know, kind of funny. When you were playing, you wanted all the money. You know, now it's like he's, he's yeah. And when he was Captain in that miser approaching that last year of his GM contract, he's been a lot well, of time at Laguna yeah, Beach. That's human nature, though, brother. Sure. Goose, what about the goose and the gander or something like hey, that? You know what? Do what I say, what I not just, what I do. And look, I came on yesterday and I, there's a lot of reasons to be encouraged. I thought the offense was fun. It was, it was an entertaining game. But I think we do need to pump the brakes a little bit. Always. They were one or two plays away. Oh, the, the touchdown that got called play, back though. and the overturned call on the DT touchdown and two missed Janikowski field goals away from losing at home to what appears to be a bad Seattle team. I, I think that's how they're going to play, though. I think they're going to be yeah, gonna blow everybody out. Six point you should blow that team out. Oh, come on. Seattle's you, you, not. How many games is Seattle going to win? Listen, I don't know, but this is not a Broncos team that's built to blow teams out. This is Why? a Broncos team that's built to survive. Survive in advance. This They're is built? NC State 1983. Right. Survive this, in advance, this week baby. Kind of, to me, this week is you get a team on a short week on a road game who just got stoked in yeah. the opener. Yeah, so they'll win we'll, again, we'll and then you and Vic will do victory yeah, laps right. and I'll, talk I'll trash. Victory lap, but I, I thought it was interesting earlier. It's just hard for me to get used to you talking about a guy named Trevor with, like, a smile on your face when you guys are doing the Rockies. Well, hey. until I read in the paper today, you know, because the Rockies are going on this road trip and they're all wearing NFL jerseys yeah. oh, man. on the plane. Did, yeah. you, did you see whose yeah. jersey Trevor Story's wearing? Which? Tom Brady. Is he really? That's not That's, a good look. you got an issue with that. What do, you, what do you want him to wear? I don't know. Kyle Freeland's wearing Von Miller. That seems a little bit like a smart play. Wade Kyle. Davis is wearing Terrell Davis. Kyle's a local guy, though. Why am Charlie I not? Charlie Blackman's wearing Demarius Thomas. Jeff, tell me, why am I not that concerned over the three picks? Should I be? I mean, two of them, it, it seems like they, 
He had I, I anticipated was, somebody would be open before the play was even snapped. I thought it was a case of a, it's the first time a guy's had a big contract. It's the first time he's been the man. I, I thought he was pressing a little bit to try and make magic on every play and, you know, a couple of those. I would rather you know. have three interceptions than have captain check down. Yeah. No, he, and I, that was, I thought the last drive is, is something good to see. I mean, cause last year that would have been a, a disaster. Well, and the last throw took some collones. Yeah. Did I yeah, get it right, Vic? Collones. Collones yeah. to make yeah. that throw. And most guys after throwing three interceptions don't nope. even attempt that. And I think that's a, you know, that's a guy that's been waived three times and mm-hmm. cut and benched and he, he's like, all right, I'm going down on my, I'm going to do terms. it my way. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I did the, I'm with Vic. The three interceptions didn't really bother me. Now, obviously that can't become a pattern. Um, <laughs> you know but, I, but I don't think 48 for the year is going to be a, a yeah, good, that's probably not a good, a good number, way to but... end up, but I do like the aggressiveness that came with those interceptions. I will that, take that trade all day. Drive long. after each one, something good happened. Yeah. You know, he, they didn't like go pout. Last year's team just pouted all the time. I thought Adam Jones was very good in his Broncos debut. Uh, Manchester begs to differ. I thought Adam Jones as a punt returner is everything Isaiah McKenzie was not reliable. Well, he should have caught the other two, but yeah. How about, the, how about the one he let bounce and then it rolled 20 yards? You know, I'd was... rather, I'd rather err on that side than trying to return yeah. something from the two. Or catch it, run yeah. back into the end zone, yeah. and then drop the ball. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather have that than <laughs> okay, play with five. I thought it was, I thought he, it was I mean, it tells you all you need to know, though, that a week and a half in, he plays a big role. The third corner, yeah. and they played nickel more than they played it in any game last is, year. Is Tremaine Brock uh, just a major disappointment, or I, I think when you get when you get hurt early in camp for whatever reason, they get grumpy with you. That's just been my maybe that's anecdotal, maybe that's crap, but I just I've seen it over and over again through the years, and it's not a Usually a guy's fault if he gets hurt, but if you get hurt early in camp, it's like they just, they can't shake that. And he got early, hurt early in camp and they watched other guys do things and, uh, when they were so intent on bringing Jones in, I, I think it did tell you they were going to bump him down. Bradley Roby got beat on that one touchdown pass to Brandon Marshall. Outside of that, how would you evaluate his play? Uh, he's going to, that's the stuff Chris Harris Jr. was talking about when he talked about Roby in camp to me. He said, the difference is those you, when you go from a 600 play guy to a thousand play guy, mm-hmm. the consistency in those other plays, and that's what you see. He still sometimes plays like he's the the extra guy. You know, if you've got Talib and Harris, uh, you can gamble a lot yeah. and and play the ball and do whatever you want. And sometimes I think he gets caught doing that when he's not the extra guy anymore. He is the guy. I mean, he's got to handle that. But people are going to come at him a lot because they'd, they'd much rather throw at him than than Harris. All right. Uh, plenty more with Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider from ESPN.com. Uh, quickly to the text line, somebody asks regarding the switch next week, do I have to change apps for your switch to FM? The answer is no. No, you do not. Our, our app will uh, stream both stations, uh, Fox Sports on uh, the AM side. And of course, our, our format, which is going to 92.5 on the FM side. So no need to worry. The, the app will help you along the way. If you listen to the app every day, thank you again. Download it if you don't have it. Will I be more accurate on FM? You will I, be more. I hope I am. More irritating. 
and annoying. Whatever kind it of takes. Thing. Whatever it takes for me to be more <laughs> accurate. That would be helpful. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Uh Jeff Legwald in studio the rest of the way. If you have any questions for Jeffrey, feel free. Three zero nine three three. That's three zero nine three three. You can call the show, three oh three seven five three zero nine fifty. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude nine fifty. That's what they came to see. An accident. Is there really such a thing? What if someone chooses to drink and drive and endanger the public? Can we really call that an accident? At Berg Simpson, we say no, and our juries agree that drivers who choose to do this should take responsibility and pay. If you were injured in an accident, call Berg Simpson for free now at 303-790-2525. BergSimpson.com. Good lawyers. Changing lives. Call 303-790-2525. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And into the wall, but it's Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family, no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh, my word! He scores with his left, he scores with his right. Edgar Castillo scores what he wants. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Hey, what's on your game day menu? Chips? Party mix? That's boring. When it's game day, order up a good meal for everybody from Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi. Black Eyed Pea has all your favorites available for carryout on game day. Chicken fried steak with homemade cream gravy. Juicy pot roast. Fried chicken. All the sides. Plus fresh rolls and cornbread. That's how you roll on game day. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and get their entire game day ready menu. Simply the best live entertainment and events are at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. Get your tickets now to Arsenio Hall, Comic-Con, Fifty Shades of Men, Margarita Festival, and more at BuffaloThunderResort.com. And Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe has simply the best promotions. Win one of four Mercedes-Benz and your share of over $500,000. Simply the best casino. At Buffalo Thunder. Are you embarrassed by your smile? Are you unable to eat the foods you love, afraid to laugh, afraid to live a normal life, even afraid to go out in public? Dr. Barrett's with Barrett's Dental here. I believe that you deserve a smile that you can be proud of so you can live your life the way you want, with the peace of mind that you can smile without embarrassment and that your mouth is healthy. At Barrett's Dental, we want to help you get your life back. I invite you to my office for a free consultation where you can find out for yourself if you are comfortable at Barrett's Dental. We offer total dental solutions, meaning we can handle all of your dental care in one convenient location without referring you all over town. If you feel safe at Barrett's Dental, it's the last place you'll need to visit to get the care you need. Is the condition of your mouth causing you to live a life of quiet desperation? Call me. I'll take great care of you. If you're looking for a safe place to take care of all your dental needs, call Barrett's Dental at 303-502-5523 or visit DenverDentist.com. You know how you sort of anticipate things this time of the year? Some of the best highlights of living in Colorado, the changing leaves, the cooler nights, lots of football, and this year maybe even hometown playoff baseball. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza, where Ram Power Days has arrived showcasing the most impressive Ram 
Ram lineup ever. If you're ready, your new Ram is waiting at Johnson Auto Plaza. 1500, 2500, or 3500. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8. Take your pick. And that's only the start of the make it yours Ram choices. Colors, equipment, state of the art technology. With over 350 new Rams in stock, you will find what you're looking for at Johnson's. And each and every Ram is discounted for extra Ram power day savings. There's no better truck than Ram. And no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, your truck headquarters, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know, it's like anything. You kind of take it for granted, especially in the country we live in. We are such a free society, and, uh, you know, we look at that flag. And, and I, and I, like, I do, I've always had a, a great deal of feeling for the flag. But even, even someone who considers themselves that way, you just don't think about it all the time. You don't realize what it gives. You don't realize how great a life we have over here. Even even as as athletes, we bitch and moan every now and again about this or that. And if we ever just, you know, t- times like this, you stop and think about just how, not only how good we have it, but what kind of a system we live under, um, what freedoms were allowed. Uh, and that wasn't built overnight. And, and it's kind of, the flag is a symbol of all that, a symbol of, you know, my, my great-grandfather was at Pearl Harbor, and a lot of my family has given up, you know, has gone and fought in wars, and, and I really haven't done a damn thing um, as far as laying myself on the line like that, and so I have a great deal of respect for those that have and what the flag stands for. That is the late, great Pat Tillman on this uh, 9-11, 17 years since that fateful day. Pat Tillman, of course, um, for those that don't re- recall, he played his college football at Arizona State, Drafted uh, by the Arizona Cardinals, was about to uh, uh, sign a big contract and decided, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to volunteer. And um, he became a uh, a victim of uh, of that war in Afghanistan and what took place there. And then since then, um, people have hopefully never forget about Pat Tillman. I never will. Uh, did you ever get to meet Pat Tillman, Jeff? I, I did. One, uh, Dave McGinnis is one of my good friends. Oh, he's something league. else, yeah. And McGinnis is really close, was really close to Tillman and is still close to Tillman's family. Actually got to do a, a, uh, event with Pat Tillman's mom. Uh, she wrote a book at, after he was killed in a friendly fire incident in Afghanistan and, and she, uh, did a, like a public meeting, town meeting kind of a thing and I got to uh, moderate that at one point. It was really cool just to talk to her and hear, hear all the perspective about how people use his memory to suit their, uh, to suit their arguments and what he really would have thought about things. It's just interesting. And, and if you know Jake Plummer and have talked to yeah, Jake Plummer, they you, were you'll, always, you'll always get some, some Pat Tillman. I can only help but wonder if Pat Tillman were around today. Maybe he'd still be playing football. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How 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 would, he he react to the controversy that's taken over the league? That I, I know 
we but tire yeah, talking both, about. Yeah, both, you know, Plummer has been very public about how he thinks he would have done it. And his yeah. mom wrote a recent op-ed piece about uh, what she thought too, but, and people can go look for that if they want, but mm-hmm. no, it is, you know, a rare thing when you see a guy walk away in, in our times, you know, in my dad's era, you know, World War II was different, but a lot of athletes served and then came back and sure. played. Uh, you know, even Vietnam, you know, Rocky Blair. A lot, a lot of, a lot of them are required to. Yeah. Some of you, them the volunteers going on. Yeah. yeah. I'm old enough to have signed up for the draft. Did you really? Yeah. When I was 18, that was, you had to go to the post office. You had to fill out your little, your little card. See, that's, that's Manchester. You and I were of that generation. I think the first generation where we're free and clear of that stuff. I mean, the draft was never even an, an issue. I, yeah, never, I think yeah. my, my age is about the last group. Wow. Had to do. Was there any, initially, did you? Yeah, in Vietnam we had not been over for very long, so, and. So Couldn't even fathom. Were... No, me either. Like, yeah, we, had not, to, we had to fill out, what is it, selective services? Like, yeah, the card gets off, but it didn't mean anything. You actually go to the post office, and they would, you'd say, I'm 18, and they would, you had to go on your birthday, or within a certain number of days of your birthday, and they would just hand you the huh. card, and you'd fill it out, and the guy would wait for you to be done, and he'd take it, and that was that. Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider in studio for this hour. Uh, if you have a question for Jeff, 30933-30933. Somebody wants to know, uh, no mention yet, uh, we haven't got into why Isaiah McKenzie was cut yesterday. Why so indecisive? They need to make room for the safety, correct? Yeah, they're bringing back Shamarco Thomas. At least that was the plan as of last night. Okay. For special teams. Um McKenzie's been a yo-yo, so is that, that's, is that it? When you're is the, he done? When you're the 52nd, 53rd guy on the roster, that's, that's your life. You're gonna, I think he can be on the practice squad. Okay. So, and they did clear a practice squad spot. So. River Craycraft? Yes. Yeah. Speaking of that move, and we talked about it in the first hour, it's just an example of how life's not fair, right? The, the one guy. Almost no. Um, he did nothing as a rookie. He was basically AWOL during training camp and preseason. He got suspended a game by the league. He now has a job in River Craycraft, who was first out of the Locker room for every yeah, practice. Exactly right. Fairly mm-hmm. productive. He's now is unemployed. What is the fascination? Why did the why have the Broncos not pulled the plug on Carlos Henderson? Uh, you know, I think sometimes it's what we talked about a couple weeks ago. How many draft miscues are you willing to step up and sort of remove from the equation in one shot? Now they they took a big swipe this year uh, when they made the cuts, and I'm just not sure they were prepared. To do it with one more, especially a, uh, premium round pick. So I, in, in house, they still believe there's a player there that they can, that can help them. Uh, and you know, their, their top well, based returner on what? is other than just hope. Like, well, did he do anything in, 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 in what did they see last preseason, well, I mean, last again, training when camp? He, when he came in to the league, this was a frontline returner. In the draft, and I think you know they've now put their in a thirty-something and Adam Jones as their returner. I think this is part of the plan moving forward. So, how many know. guys have they drafted with that? Of oh, he's going to be our returner, exactly. and they they never turn into that guy. Yeah, no, it's it's always some street free agent that turns yeah. into the 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 returner. They, they, they do what a lot of teams do. You scramble after you figure out your guy isn't going to handle it, so then you go look. That may be the there. position that translates worst from college football to the NFL yep, is returner. Is. Well, kickoff returner, especially like you talk to personnel guys in the league 
and they'll always give you the same sort of caveat with kickoff returners from college, that they've never been jacked up. And that they come into the league and they're a good returner, and then the first time Fear. they get cratered, they never are the same. Fear. That's the play. When I have stood on the sidelines for an NFL game, that is the play where you really just see that's another world. Well, it's terrifying. It's but, but, another but that's, world. That's what so I noticed. Big, so fast. That's what I noticed in Adam Jones returning punts. He's fearless. Yeah. And you have to be. You have to sort of not care about your personal well-being. And not a lot of people can switch that off. Oh, I care way too much about my hair. Uh, you got a piece that's running today on ESPN.com uh, regarding the rookies around the league. What, yeah, it's a new thing it? this year we're doing. I'm I'm going to do a league-wide rookie report each okay. week. Just kind of uh, evaluating the Broncos rookies after the first game. The best Bronco rookie in my eye was a guy that was undrafted, a guy that was passed yeah. over by every team in the league seven times. Yep. Well, the seven-round draft, some of those guys are going to be good players, and he is one of those. Phil okay. H- again, how, how does this happen every year? How, how does – and I want to go back to you because you are an expert. You are – a draft expert if there's ever been one. So the Broncos decide they're going to target Phil Lindsay in free agency. Okay. When the draft is done, they're going to offer him big money. Right? They want him to come here. He's one of those I always want to, I want to know the decisions that came because he had a draftable grade. Okay. Me. So what's to say that some team doesn't jump in the yeah. seventh round and steal him and the Broncos suddenly can't sign him? That's a gamble. It is the sixth and seventh round. Uh, I, I know a lot of GMs that are more nervous in the sixth and seventh rounds than they are in the first. They feel like they know what they want to do in the first, but then late in the game, there are guys, there are probably ten guys they really want. And then you watch them go. Cause, you know, you're waiting for your chance to do, that's why you see all those moves in the seventh round. People trade up four spots. They give a pick two years down the road, all that. I mean, that's why you see all those moves. Cause guys like Philip Lindsay can come in. And be players for you. Bradley Chubb, what kind of grade do you give him? I thought he had a, a really good outing. Now, he didn't have the explosive plays everybody wants to to see, but, man, he just got in there and mashed. You know, and they uh, – I, I think it's no accident that Von Miller had the kind of game he did with Bradley Chubb in the formation because he, he at least makes offenses honor him, and that, that can – that puts Miller in more straight-up – Situations. Why do they have him in coverage against a tight end? I never know the answer to that, Vic. I watched, I've watched Von Miller drop in a coverage to him. Not in favor. Just let them do what they do best. Let them move forward. Plus, some of the hardest guys to find are impact rushers. Why not let them do it every single snap? But I never, sometimes I, I think in the NFL, there's just too much thinking going on, you know? I'm gonna create reinvent make speaking of that and it's around the league the, the these guys these coaches they overthink things and and that's what went through my mind as i'm watching baltimore just dismantle buffalo <laughs> well, and and it, it begs the question what meeting were these yahoos in when they decided yes let's go with nathan peter i like i like how you decide the guy the kid's not ready you've you've gone through july august uh. Half of September, you decide the kid isn't ready. We're not playing him. 
Look at our discipline. It's 40 to nothing, and you he throw plays. him He plays in the game. game. Well, yeah. well, last year, Bill O'Brien did the same thing with Deshaun Watson. He wasn't ready to be the starter, <laughs> but the second half of yeah. week one, Two he's out in. there. Yeah. Like, it, it's just it's mind-boggling Those to me. tablets must be really good on the sideline because that guy was suddenly ready. I mean, Nathan, there's zero chance Nathan Peterman is leading you anywhere. Unbelievable. So why would you just I not just... get... Josh Allen experience. I, I, this makes no sense. To I me. just don't get how you get to the. He's not ready. We're not going to do it. <laughs> We're going to take care of him. And then it's forty to nothing, and you yeah. look at the guy behind you and you go, "All right, put him in." All right, so you have a good grade on on Bradley Chubb, but he takes plenty of time away from some other. Shaq Barrett only got four snaps in this That's game. It's going to be life, life in the in the life ain't fair department. Wow. Well, when they use the number five pick on the position you play, you're. I thought he was pedestrian. I think a number five pick should jump off the screen. Oh, I thought you were talking about Shaq Barrett. Yeah. I said, how, do you, how do you judge a guy you know, on four snaps? Is, uh, you know, he's the power end. He gets some of the wrestling matches. Yeah, but let, let, uh, which I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, but but I but I'm, I, mean, I want to be. Mack didn't have a sack his rookie year. My concern is this is going to turn into Robert Ayers, where my good no, friend Mike Kliss invented the, oh, he sets the edge. No, he's no. doing nothing. No, he, he's, like, let's not make up things, oh, this is his role. You either make plays or you don't make but plays. But that's a tough spot. I mean, again, I don't think Mac had a sack is, or two sack, whatever the rookie year was. Can you fine. make plays without making a tackle, though? What if you take on two blockers? What if you do the things that aren't seen by Sometimes. the times? If you're Sometimes. the number five pick, yeah. You gotta make plays. You gotta make some rain. Well, uh, another position that seems to be moving toward a rookie. We'll discuss that with Jeff Legwald when we come back. You got the Vic Lombardi show. It's altitude 950. But don't forget on Monday we go 92.5 FM. So uh, tell a friend or a hundred if you don't mind. We're back after this. Nate Kreckman. I want him to not turn the ball over. I want Case Keenum to make wise decisions with the ball. Ryan Harris. Do you like the way Tom Brady manages the game? I do. You like the way Nick Foles manages the game? I do. You hear the term manage. It means dictate the outcome. The term game manager? I do not get my panties in a bunch over that. Uh, I like that term. I love them. They're breathable, they're fast, they're sleek, and they fit with any color pants that I wear. Well put. Kreckman and Harris. 3 to 6 on Altitude 9. 50 and beginning September 17th on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was in in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303 287 2800 that's 303 287 2800 
or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you, but you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart, and their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray is unchained now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Coming underneath. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. The road to success is paid with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at BrandonOne.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms. And Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. Many people with debt that they can't pay get frozen in inaction. They don't know what to do. But the reality is, is that that's actually the worst thing you can do, is to not pursue debt relief. And the reason is, is that the sooner you pursue debt relief, the sooner you can start to rebuild your credit. Many people think that bankruptcy is terrible for your credit. But if the alternative is having debts that are unpaid, that is much, much worse. Our commitment to customer service is based on what we are. At Wink & Wink, we're a small family business. We're here to hold your hand throughout the entire process and make sure all your questions are answered. Mike and I truly care about our clients, and we treat them like part of our family. A bad break can happen to anyone, and we're all worthy of a second chance and restoring hope for our future. If you're struggling with debt of any kind, give us a call. We'll set a free consultation for you, and we'll get you answers, and we'll get you relief. Call 888-NOW-WINK or winkandwink.com. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Well, we moved the ball. I thought we moved the ball exceptionally in the first half against a very good defense with a lot of highly touted players. And Marshawn's finish was vintage Marshawn Lynch. The crowd was in it. It was electrifying. And unfortunately, we could not bottle it and sustain it. Chucky is not a first-year coach, obviously. He took a little bit of a respite with ESPN. But he lost last night. And uh, Jeff Legwald in studio with us, um, he makes note that all first-year coaches lost the, their the opening games. Guys. The new guys. The new guys were 0-7 wow. in week one. Wow. Have, uh, have a nice day. What what were the Raiders, and as you look back, how do you let a potential Hall of Fame player just walk? How, how does that happen? He's the... He is obviously the marquee example, but they had a talent drain, a huge talent drain on the roster. I mean, he. Why? He has assembled these, the Gruden grinders. I mean, he went in a meeting before the draft and told their staff, I want to, I want a roster of grinders. Well, guess what? You don't win with a roster of grinders. I don't care if you're, you know, what, how good a coach you are. You can't scheme your way out of that. And that's what you saw last night. They they had all off season to sort of prepare for that game. That's why the first half goes pretty well. And then guess what? Then the talented guys talent play. takes over eventually. The talented guys play, and their plan is just as good as your plan, and maybe right. better. And that's what you get. How about this uh, notion that uh, Chucky puts forth on national television that Khalil Mack says he never wanted to be in Oakland, had the opportunity nah, to be in Oakland? It's true. Mack did not respond to the overtures from Gruden. Because for a while, the narrative was Gruden hasn't even talked to him, which I thought was bad. I still think if you're the coach and you're Gruden, you get on a plane and you go see the guy. You do something. You, you can't. You're not going to get the value of that player in a trade because pe- the minute you shop him, people know you're not going to keep him. Week you know? one, best team in the AFC West is? Uh, well, you thought it was. I, I think the Chiefs' defense is terrible. So, But I'll still say them on the power of their offense with the Broncos a smidge behind. Is it too early to say the Chiefs have the best quarterback in the division? I think so. I he looked awful good. He did. No, and that's his game though. But and now again, week one is always that's that's the seven month game. That's the game you put together for seven months. That's the absolute perfect plan. It's everything. But why does so many things crazy happen on game one, week one? I mean, that's when you get Tampa going into New Orleans. And you get the Jets beating right, well, Detroit. Because it is the perfect, you're healthy. You're, you're healthier than you're ever going to be for the rest of the season, and you've had all this time, and the teams that use that time wisely usually do very well. I, I You know, it, it's one of the reasons, you know, Shanahan was always very good in openers because they worked on it. They would, they would, they would be weeks out in training camp running practice periods for the opener. You know, they, he, he made it a point to use that time. So I, for Mahomes, yeah, I mean, that's, that's him at his best. We are visiting with our Broncos insider, Jeff Legwald, ESPN.com. You noticed a couple other things during the Broncos game. Um, linebacker. Brandon Marshall gave way to Josie Jewell on a few snaps. Seven snaps, I think. So 
you know, that was very telling. And I had heard throughout camp that he's going to play. And I wondered, okay, how are you going to do that then? You know, how are you going to get him in the lineup? And, and what it became was, uh, he came in on some of more of the, the bigger, just a couple of situations in the middle of the game when the, when the Seahawks were in a bigger look on offense. And then Marshall came in when they, as the only linebacker in, in the dime when they did the dime. How did, how did he play? Jewel? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty uneventful. They kind yeah. of went away from him yeah. on a few plays and then they put the ball in the air. Well, the Broncos struggled with some of the same things they did a year ago, namely yeah. covering tight ends. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was still a problem. Uh, I, I think we've seen the 11 missed tackles on the guy didn't help. Oh my God. Him. That one catch and run, the entire defense. Yeah. That looked like the mascot game. The br- halftime when they just <laughs> run over the little kids. Needed with- Rocky to slam him out of bounds. The Brandon Marshall handwriting has kind of been on the wall, though. He he didn't have a great year last year. Um, the fact that Todd Davis was named a captain, Brandon Marshall wasn't, I thought was interesting. Um, Todd Davis had a be- Todd Davis was better on always, Sunday than Brandon Marshall. You know, he was. I, I mean, I always wonder. No, Chris Harris captain, and I don't. Get I, that. I said I said that the day after on this show. I, I said, don't get it. How is Chris Harris? Never been a captain. A perennial pro bowler, not a captain on this team. And as a guy who understands what he's doing, I just, and he helps young guys, I just, I don't get it. But sometimes I don't get things. It, it, are there some dynamics in the locker room that we're missing so. here? I don't get that impression. Nobody's ever said that to me. And, you know, believe me, they, people will pull me aside and tell me they'll throw people under yeah, the bus gonna, sometimes. Chris is going to be a guest on Let's Talk Sports this week on Altitude TV. Maybe they figure he, you know, he, he does captain things and doesn't need the patch to do uh, it. But, it doesn't make sense. I mean, if I look, if you told me, all right, leaders, Broncos defense, go. Von Miller, Chris Harris. That's the two for me. And just given his history, I mean, this guy came from undrafted to all pro. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. Uh, another thing I noticed offensively, and the reason we're not talking about it is because they did their job. The offensive line much improved. Is that by design? Is did they give them the necessary scheme to get the job done? I think both. I think they're. I think Valdir is again a very good late pickup in free agency with a trade that didn't cost them very much. But they need to stay healthy. They're not deep there. That's the one spot where a couple injuries and something that might be good could get really. Not so good. The one thing about the offensive line, though, and you kept saying this last year, uh, whenever they went double tight, they seemed to play their best football. They moved them. They had so many different variations no, they on kept, offense. They that, kept people moving. Exactly. And, and, and I love that. I and love do what it. you're good at. That's, that's the one thing I took away from, I think for one game, you know, we'll see how it plays out, but for one game, they actually looked at their depth chart and said, what are we good at? And did that. And I, that's, to me, that's a lot. Well, of you know, offense. to me, get the ball to Sanders and DT, get the ball to your yeah. playmakers. It's, it's not hard. Am I just a wet blanket if I point out that last year in week two, they beat the Cowboys yeah, 42 no, to 17? That's why I say for one game, but even then, even that game had moments where you're like, what are they doing? You know, well, you, just, Manchester makes a point though. You beat the Raiders next week, you're 2 and 0. What have yeah, you no, really, what have you really proven? Nothing. I, I think, think week three at Baltimore, that's, that's where yeah, they're at in week three, yeah, right? Gonna, that gonna, appears like it's a test. You're going to see a little bit there. And, but I also think not having a bye week four is a good thing. Just play. Play good or bad, up or down. Just keep playing for a little bit. And because after they beat the Cowboys last year, 42 to 17 in week two, 
The Broncos lost nine of their next ten. Well, the bye week, that will forever be a mystery. I mean, but that, they went up to Buffalo and Trevor didn't have a very good game. He got dinged a little bit. And it was, it was like a weird day. It was like the hottest day anybody could remember there. You know, and that stadium, the way it's configured, there's like no air in it. So it was like, they had like had a hot weather game in Buffalo and sort of melted. Um, I asked you this during the break. With all these new kicking rules, you can't move, you have to remain in place. Yeah. The one thing they overlooked is what it does to the onside kick. If, if you're down late and you need to get that ball back. You're not getting it back. Yeah. I mean, the onside kick is now you're gone. To, you're going to have to bloop it and hope the guy you, drops it. So that sucks. Yeah. The late game drama is now gone. Remember, remember how many times have we seen a team down by 10 points? They score with 40 seconds to play. They need to get the ball back onside kick and it works. Yeah, I guess you try the, the squib into a gap and hope you guys can get there. Or hope speed. your kicker can just go get yeah. it. You sacrifice your the, kicker. The tap and run. Yeah. The tap and go. Did, did they think that through or was no, that just I, I don't think, total I accident? Don't, no, I just don't think it was a consideration. Why not just do away with the kick if that's the case? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather them not do that. I still think but what, what do we get from it now? What, what is it? When's the last time? Here, here's something that always bothers me. Every NFL kickoff or punt return, I'm not saying every, but most, result in a flag. Am I right or wrong? You're shocked when there's not a flag. Exactly. All you're doing when you're Especially watching. big returns. All you do like, when you yeah, watch a punt return. Around, that's yeah. all you do. You watch, Okay, where's the flag coming? Yeah. That's all you do anymore. So what's the point? Yeah. Well, I, I, there's long been the theory that there's always been a penalty on every, and that they just didn't call them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider, every Tuesday here on the show. Next week, it's going to be extra special because next week at this time, you will hear him in stereo. Oh, can't beat the nasal. Next Monday, September 17th, we debut Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. We will simulcast that day, that week, also on 950 just to get you going. But don't forget, next week, FM, baby. FM. Your Nuggets. The game winner. Yeah! Your Rapids. Back on the net. Your Denver Sports Talk. It's Trevor Story. The MVP. Elevates to FM. September 17th. Double your altitude when 92.5 The Wolf becomes Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. And Altitude Sports Radio 950 becomes Denver's home for Fox Sports Radio. Monday, September 17th. Elevate your sports radio to Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 FM. And Altitude Sports Radio 950 AM. You know how you sort of anticipate things this time of the year? Some of the best highlights of living in Colorado. The changing leaves, the cooler nights, lots of football, and this year maybe even hometown playoff baseball. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza, where Ram Power Days has arrived, showcasing the most impressive Ram lineup ever. If you're ready, your new Ram is waiting at Johnson Auto Plaza. 1500, 2500, or 3500. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8. Take your pick. And that's only the start of the make-it-yours Ram choices.
prices, colors, equipment, state-of-the-art technology. With over 350 new Rams in stock, you will find what you're looking for at Johnson's. And each and every Ram is discounted for extra Ram Power Day savings. There's no better truck than Ram, and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, your truck headquarters, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year, and my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly, and K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind, so you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white, and K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free. And just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For windows, siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for. Honey, have you seen the keys? No, you drove the car last. Didn't I give them to you to open the door? Did you check your pockets? Like ten times. Even checked your purse. You probably locked them in the car. I didn't drive the car, remember? Ha ha, you're funny. Do you need me to come find them for you? I'll bet I'll find them in your pocket. They're probably in that black hole purse of yours. Forgetting things is human nature, so we'd like to remind you to check with your health care provider and see if you need any vaccinations. Experts agree vaccinations are the best way to keep you healthy and protected against vaccine-preventable diseases. To learn more, visit coloradoimmunizations.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid is going to break away and shoots and scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go Abs! And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center! Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know, right now, we're going to keep playing him. You know, I think he had about, I think, 20, you know, mid-20s as far as offense. You know, you add six more plays on special teams, that's only 35 plays, whatever, 33 plays. So, no, no, I mean, his role won't change. He's going to be a gunner. He's going to be an L5 on kickoff. So, you know, you know, with three backs, it's going to be tough to get him a lot of work, you know, with three backs. Um, but um, his role shouldn't change on special teams. It's so important for us to play good teams, and he's so good at it right now, it won't change. That's Vance Joseph, compliments rock, uh, broncos.com, talking about Phil Lindsay. Couple things I want to jump to there. I think it's um, two backs. Yeah, I was going to say, is it really three backs? Devontae Booker got how many, how many carries? Uh, uh, not a lot. Yeah, should, should he even, I mean, I, I don't get that. Yeah, they, forcing him into the equation? No, it, he's still, in some of their pass protection options, he's still safer and nothing gets your quarterback cratered like a running back okay. who can't. 
And I'm okay, by the way. Vance just mentioned there that hard to get him more carries. I'm okay with Lindsey getting uh, you know 15 what? carries. That's 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 perfect for I don't his think type they of player. Pile on either one of them. No, I think I think Freeman's going to be sort of the closer though. If they can stick to the well, you saw what he did the other day. Just to go uh, downhill like that and chew clock, people in the, chew clock. Oh, and that's what you want. And, and I think, you know, Mike Shanahan's team's at their best, and and the roots of this offense go there. Yeah. But at their best, they threw early, ran late, you know, had the lead, finished it out, sent everybody home. Sayonara. By the way, Phil Lindsay nominated for the Pepsi Rookie of the Week As award. As he should be. That's yeah. a class, good, that's the good only idea. undrafted nominee in the hunt for that award. Uh, that kid from Cleveland who, remember we poked fun at the Browns two, when they drafted him. We, they, Denzel Ward. Two picks. And we said, what, what are you thinking? Not bad. Maybe we were wrong all along. Maybe no, they know something. I thought, I thought he would have been a good fit here at five, but I didn't think Chubb was going to be on the board either. But anyway. Uh, let's discuss this before we say goodbye to Jeff Flagwald in the show here. Uh, we opened it up, uh, big to do in Nebraska. Uh, their head coach, Scott Frost, sending video to the uh, conference, uh, claiming that a uh, Buffs player purposely, uh, hurt his quarterback in a pile and, um, he wants something done about it. So they sent the video in. Manchester said he it's really not that big. He wants something done about losing the opener. Well. And that's exactly what Manchester said. He's upset. And so your reaction, you've been around the game. You've seen every type of we football game. better send game. video of all the piles because something happened in every one of them. Well, exactly. And the yeah, other part I of it is you that. his quarterback got bent backwards, and that's what injured him. It wasn't the twisting of the ankle at the end of the play down in the pile. It wasn't. But it's just Scott Frost trying to deflect from the fact that he got beat by Colorado in his first ever game at Nebraska. I and he's like already his, a sore loser. You know what? His postgame reaction about, yeah, we just beat ourselves and blah, blah, blah. No, you lost. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you didn't just drop the football. Three, it got stripped from your hands. Three things never happen. Coaches never say they're surprised. You know, they never say they're... You know, the, they lost. And I, and I get it. But, and, and are you confident? They never say no yeah. to that. You, you know what Scott Frost ought to do? He ought to look at the fact that in the final four minutes of the game when they had the football in their hands twice they with the it. lead, yeah. they kept snapping the ball with 15 seconds on the play. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, cause that's their system. That's their tempo too. That, yeah, that's I what get, they kept saying. Yeah, yeah, that's their tempo. That's just who they are. Really? Okay. Hey, well, really? Really? You could have exhausted another minute from the clock. Correct. At least. And the Buffs scored with about a minute to play, yeah. and it would have been frantic time. Or how about on third and twenty-four when Montez sails the ball over Jay McIntyre's head? He don't try, leveled. don't have your defensive back try and decapitate him and give leveled. him a, a free first down, and then they score on the next play. It would have been fourth and twenty-four. That's why you lost the game, Scott, not because of a little twist of the ankle. Ball. It's just I. But again, and look, every fan base has it's the, lunatics. And every pile, you you could send video of every pile. But yeah. and I'm being serious. Scott Frost was irresponsible in the fact that now he's incited the Nebraska lunatics. I, I love it. Who are you love the, I love it. No, I love sending, that the rivalry you like is rude. That they're sending death threats to the kid. No, obviously that I don't like. But the okay. fact that the rivalry is, it's the blood's boiling. The blood, I love it. Scott Frost should be the adult. Scott Frost should be the professional. Scott Frost should move on to Troy. You should send the video and not say anything. Yeah, That's exactly. That's exactly. If he I wants to submit that, it probably happens all the, the time. Video. Yeah. But he needs to take a page from Bill Belichick. We're on to Troy. And We're on to Troy. Look, you know, this is all this 
And it, this bugs me when people start talking about it in the NFL, too. You want to run your quarterback, and everybody thinks it's such a great idea, RPO. Until he gets hurt. All right, well, this is – the kid is a true freshman. I thought the same thing. He played one game, and he's already injured. I thought the same thing, Jeff, when I'm watching that game. You're putting a ton of responsibility on an 18-year-old kid to shoulder the load of the entire offense. Running, he was the offense. Yeah. He was the offense. Well, that's fine, and guess but... what? If you put him in harm's way that many times, harm will find him. And the second and third gen quarterbacks are both walk-ons. Yeah, because the other guy transferred. Yeah, right? he got yeah. mad, took his ball, and went home. Yeah, because that's what you do now. Apparently, yes. Yeah, you just, you just. That's why I think Alabama is so interesting. Yeah, the, in the in the situation that the red shirt uh, goes away after four games, so it's like the clock yeah. is just ticking on Hearns. It's a it's a remarkable thing that's happening down there. How is this all going to unfold? But, They're kind of waiting, like, well, is one of them going to get hurt? Like, that's kind of the situation. I just liked when his, his dad said, oh, he's transferring, and the kid's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, anyway. Last last question on that uh, pile topic. What's the worst thing you remember covering the NFL that's happened in a pile? Biting. A lot of biting goes who, on. Who was the – remember the Dallas Cowboys incident – Oh, who was that? Uh, it, was, uh, it was a guard. Uh, oh, that was a, uh, one guy stomped. It, it was, was a former CU player. Yeah. I can't remember. Stomped on his head. Yeah. I can't it's, it's a guard. He was a guard. He was in the draft. and like now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. remember that. Chris Naoli. Yes. That's who it was. Naoli. Yes. Chris Naoli. Yeah. So. And it was Albert Hainsworth, right, who yes. stomped on him. Yes. And Albert was had his own set of – I he, covered he Albert. He was a full three bills at that point. I covered yeah. Albert in, in Tennessee, and he, he had his own set of issues. Marty O, it's 9.55. What did we do wrong today? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. I didn't have much to work with. Uh, only two hours because Jeff only spits the truth when his hour oh, okay. here. So, so he, did, wow. he did pretty well there. Thanks. But, uh Vic, you said that Sensatello won his last start. He did not. He actually hasn't won a start since uh, July. But they won the game in which that he was started. Really close, though. They won the game. They yeah, won the game in which he started. Take a month. He I yeah. said they won July. the game in which he started last week. <laughs> well, he did not get it right. Win. You you get it right. Well, How was at the game? <laughs> hasn't won a game since high school. You were paying but... attention though. We just, Front row! we just heard that. You didn't pay attention. I then you guys are talking about what's less popular, boxing or tennis, and you couldn't name the heavyweight champion of the world. It is, of course, Anthony Joshua. Right. I mean, come on. It's been whole since last October. You could have spotted me the Anthony and the Josh, and I wouldn't have got <laughs> I, that. I've never heard of him. Me either. There, there is a big fight this weekend, I'm told. Uh, Canelo versus somebody who calls himself uh, Triple, Triple G. G. Yeah. Yes. I know Triple G. If you don't know Triple G. I mean, Canelo and Triple G is actually a matchup yes. people have been talking about for a while. Yes. That fight's this weekend? It is this weekend. Boy, isn't that a rematch? They, they fought yes. already. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Triple G times two, so tons of Gs in this fight. Uh, then uh, we have Vic. We'll end with Vic being stat guy and then not really being able to become <laughs> stat guy. Let's okay. listen to this. Well, he's not the same pitcher on the road. I mean, Granky, look at his splits. 
Look at him at home versus the road. And I can't find his numbers because well, I'm not very adept at the players. Look at his splits. Let me show you some things ah. I thought I'd never hear. Jeff, you know how I roll. I use the numbers only when they support my argument. When they don't, I refer to you guys as stat nerds. Yes, you've given me very passionate arguments with no numbers. Greg, he does. Uh, he's given up 18 homers on the road, only nine at home. So uh, yeah, you are right. Look at his splits. Of course I'm right. Look at the yeah. splits. All right, and that's it. Thank you. I no, never thought I'd hear that ever. What? You say look at his splits with baseball. Yeah. You know, when you when you go to the game, and, and I told these guys that. You're in the front the, row. No, no, no. I, in all honesty, I, I, the, the Rockies do such a great job. Coors Field is, is a delight. It's a treasure. It really is. But I'm here to tell you, for my job, because i got to come back and spit out information and splits and stuff like that, it's the worst place to be in because I can't pay attention to the game. You have a hard time when there's a lot going on. Well, I mean, how do you go to a game? And pay full attention to the game when you're talking to people next to you. It's not possible. This is the definition of first world problem. But, but you know, honestly, I, I had to sit in the front row yeah. and, and drink free drinks and, discuss. and then no, I had to get up say, and go do my Manchester, radio show Manchester. and talk about it. The reason I bring this up is you always say, well, I go to the game as a fan. Well, you're missing a lot, man. Apparently not. Because I I was able to read what was happening in that Dallas. But when you go to Denver the game, game you got to grab a drink in the club section over there. You miss some plays. I sit there with my notepad, my pen, and I keep track of what's Tell happening. You, the best place for me to watch sports is in my office at home with the DVR in my hand, uh, my iPad with another game in the other hand. That is my office. I'm with you. I would rather watch the game at home, but the reason why is because we're old. <laughs> That's You're true. probably right. That That's so why. True. It's just like this is so much easier. I don't have to. Park. By the way, the parking guy becomes my babe. By the way, the <laughs> player know, it's like my kingdom for a parking. The player town. involved in that Dallas incident was Andre Girard. That's what it was. Yes, not, uh, Chris Nioli. I apologize, but yes, but but, but it, it was, was Albert Hainsworth. I was half right, but yeah, that is right. It was, it was Big Albert. Girard. All right, I want to thank everyone involved in the show today. As usual, Marty O, Jesse Trujillo, HW, Manchester Jeffrey. Thanks for an hour. We'll see you next week, buddy. Thank you. That's the Vic Lombardi Show. Next Monday, we go FM, frequency modulation, whatever the hell that means. It just sounds better. Listen in next week right here, not only on Altitude 950, but on 92.5. Up next, it's Brownman and Hastings on Altitude 950. I mean, Granky, look at his splits. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids return to Dick's Sporting Goods Park to host Atlanta United. Kickoff is at 1.30 with Connor Cape on the call. We are going to be heard now on the FM dial. KKSE Parker, Denver. In six days. New radio home. Altitude 950 elevates to its new FM partner. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Very excited to go to the FM side of things. Altitude 950. Rewind. No, no, that's Case, and he's always been that way. From from Houston, Cougars to the Texans to the Rams to the Vikings last year. I mean, he's always been a guy who's going to make a play. He has ultimate confidence in himself, and he's going to try to make a play. He's going to remain aggressive, and I want him to do that. You know, I don't, I don't want a quarterback who's going to make mistakes and then fold. So it was good to see him battle and not fold and be aggressive and drive our team. After after every mistake he made, the next drive was was pretty special. And so that's good to see our quarterback, you know, just uh, have the confidence to keep pushing. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios, 
Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate this air to go around saga. All right, here we go. Ten on one the time here on a Tuesday morning. Scott Julie with you on altitude nine fifty. Another three or four days here on the old AM dial before we started. Where the sounds are richer on the FM dial coming up at 92.5 on Monday. I guess we're, are we simulcasting all this week? We are simulcasting starting on Monday with our Altitude 950. So Altitude 950 is going to turn into, after next week, is going to turn into, we're going to carry Fox Sports Radio and the conflicts of the Avs and Nuggets. But also on 92.5, we'll all be moving over there to the FM frequency. But all next week, you'll get us on Altitude 950 and 92.5. So there you go. So uh, get you all set and going for the uh, the rest of this sporting season that's going on. Following the Rockies all the way down to their playoff run. The Broncos in their start of the season, of course. Next week, also the start of Avs training camp. And we'll be down there covering that as much as we can as well. So a lot of stuff on the the forefront and on the burners, including right here with